Hello and welcome to Star Wars News and Weekly Comic Recap presented by Tales from the Dark Side. This week we're covering the new comic release, War of the Bounty Hunters. Also, we remind everybody that Father's Day is fast approaching and we give some simple gifts ideas to say thanks to your Star Wars dad. We'll review and give our opinions on Bad Batch Episode 6. And in a Bad Batch, It's a Trap, we theorize about who sent who, where, for who, or what, and when. <laughs> How? Why? Hey, there will also be a CBCS Bronze Age box opening uh, this week, along with pickups. And any show, especially this one, would not be complete without some dad jokes to share around the water cooler in the break room tomorrow, and no one else delivers punchlines like Jedi and Wookiee. And let's get it going, fellas. I don't know why they keep telling me to do that segment. As usual, good intro. We got a lot of stuff going on. I know this is supposed to be the Star Wars hour recap that now is the two-hour recap. Mike's with us. We're going to try to keep it to an hour. Jedi, do we have introductions, sir? I bet yes, we sir, we do. Jedi, let's give them to let's give them the people what they want. All right, so many this week. Uh, I'm I'm reading them as usual. Shortly after adopting an adolescent an adolescent pet Rancor, it chewed off his bumper turned his lawn yellow, and all the neighborhood cats disappeared. It's Macho Man. Marco? <laughs> Speaking of rancors, who would win in a fight, a rancor or Ackley? There's no need to answer that. That was just an argument overheard between this guy and his beard. It got pretty heated. Welcome the mighty Solo Wookiee. <laughs> and he starts every morning with a cup of calf, and blue milk on his cocoa puffs. And then he dishes out nuggets of collecting gold almost every day. Pete Renovision is here. Recently, this guy and his wife placed second in a cosplay contest as Darth Vader and Ahsoka. Judges later stated they could have won. The costumes were perfect, but his wife was just too short to be a believable Darth Vader. It's Mike Morello. <laughs> Known to chill out in Vader's meditation chamber, when the Supreme whoops, when the Supreme Commander is away, he once burned, burned popcorn in the Dark Lord's microwave and ordered pay-per-view on his direct TV. He blamed it all on his buddy Gary, and he got promoted. He's Leaky Trooper. <laughs> and we're just happy this crew member can join us this evening after throwing out his back dancing to Star Wars Disco earlier this week. <laughs> Doing the booty bump is a young man's game, JJ. Let's hear it for the resilient JJ Maxwell. That's awesome. That's amazing. And he, he lost most of his lightsaber. <laughs> and this guy's lost more lightsabers than Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Luke combined. Not dueling in a battle. He just can't remember where he put them. He blames his wife most of the time. It's me, JJ. <laughs> Jedi Johnson. Jedi. <laughs> You're still thinking about JJ dancing, dude. We all. <laughs> can't get it out of my head. Between that, I was like, oh, man, he's doing, he's doing the soco with Mike thing. Good stuff. <laughs> Good, stuff. Good, stuff. Good, stuff. Good, stuff. Good job. 
Hey, uh, yeah, Ruben, great. Welcome, everybody, from the Tales from Blues, as you know, and from Renovision. Also, just want to throw it out there real quickly. Astro Wizard, I like what you're doing. Thank you very much for helping promote our show. Big shout out to you, brother. We appreciate it. Um, hey, uh, if that intros weren't crazy enough, we're going to have a little bit of a crazy show. Now, listen, uh, don't knock us too bad. We're going to get into it really quickly because we do have a lot of stuff. Well, as Jedi said, he's got some unboxing he has to do. And if you remember anybody before who's ever unboxed anything on this channel, <laughs> we don't unbox ahead of time. So we hope. We just hope this doesn't go that route because this is going to take forever. All right, let's get right into it. What do we have this week? We have, um, I think we're starting off with the comic book review, correct? Yes? Yes. So. All right, let's share it. Let's talk about it. I, hey, I, I hope, I actually am not going to, I am I want to know everybody's opinion, what they thought of this book this week. Uh, because, you know, I've been talking about this book for a month and telling everybody how good I thought it was. I don't, how am I? Okay. <laughs> I'm not good at, at doing stuff. Did I just stop sharing my screen? Okay, awesome. Doing stuff. So, uh, I don't know how, right? I don't know how you guys felt about this book. I know that I got a couple of texts throughout the the week as it was going on. A lot of people were telling me that they, um, they're like I was right, which I always like to hear. They're telling me how they really did enjoy the book and it was a great storyline. Uh, is anybody disagreeing with that? Did anybody have a problem with the storyline? Was everybody kind of all in on the storyline? I liked it. I was a little bit, I was a little tepid at first mm -hmm. because of the prelude issues. I wasn't really thrilled with, but uh, I'm getting into it now. I like this issue. I will say, I try. I hope I didn't spoil it too bad. I was, we were trying not to give away some of the stuff that happened in it, but let's run through it real quickly. Obviously, a bunch of covers and cool covers. I know, Mike. I know. I know. You don't. You don't <laughs> like the one in the middle. I get it. But I think all these covers were good covers. I got a couple covers of them all. This I love the yellow and the glow stuff that they're doing, right? Um, you saw Mayu do it in, in that uh, High Republic book. And then you kind of see this here for the uh, variant for the Bounty Hunters War with um, Boba Fett's action hand. thought both were really cool. The, oh, the last dragon Bruce, look? Bruce Leroy there? Yeah, right? For some <laughs> reason, the Christus on the Christopher, uh, th that probably is the cleanest book i've seen i don't know if you guys picked that one up but it was actually really clean some of the other action fixtures sometimes i don't know what they maybe it's because of how the print goes on the paper but it did not look so great so uh that's all i gotta say about the covers love them all as you know we've kind of been alluding to this woman that's in the hood uh before well obviously the plane looks familiar even though they did change around the name of it she ends up getting han solo she was the one who uh paid for the people to steal han solo from Boba Fett, well, actually from the guy who was fixing the carbonite freezing of Boba Fett. She's wearing crimson boots and crimson gloves, and her spacecraft is got crimson to it. They go who inside. Could that be? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Like, hmm. come on. Yeah. So uh they go inside to the bar. Boba talks about how somebody stole his property and he's gonna get it back. Very interesting. I, I decided to bring up these two panels here real quickly. Uh because if you look, it looks like Embo's in the bar. And I just like that character, and I hope they do more with him. I hope that's one of the characters that I hope when Bounty Hunter Wars come back, they, they actually do something about it and bring his dog wolf thing back too, because I always did like that. Um, and then the other character kind of looked like uh, Yoda. And I went took another deep shot. And if you actually look at it, God, it doesn't even look that good here. But when you look at it in the comic book, that actually looks like more hair 
and green hair, not like white hair. And look, it's probably not Yoda too, because a little bit too tall. So, but I knew it probably would come up because sometimes I think somebody called a blue Yoda one time, Grogu and or something in a yellow oh. Yoda or I don't know, whatever. Anyways, just to clarify that before it starts getting a little sticky, because people do read a little bit too much of these books. But I found this conversation pretty good. Uh, the writing was done well. The coloring was awesome too. There's kind of like this shine glow to a lot of it. They get two young bounty hunters in here. I mean, the backgrounds are dope too. There's a couple other characters I thought might be in here, but I didn't want to just start speculating on every character they might have in the background. Um, but these two young bounty hunters see Boba Fett and he gets the feeling that they're looking for him. He sees him in the background of whatever that is. If that's a glass or a napkin holder or whatever, ends up shooting, killing them because that's what Boba does. Then he goes outside. They try his ship, uh, Slave One, almost gets blown up, just gets a little damage to it. I know people were upset, and I tried not to spoil that either because they saw the preview where it looked like his ship got blown up. It doesn't actually get blown up, but we got four loam. Yes, that's four loam for those Kenner, old Kenner fans, not Zuckus, right? <laughs> I got it right, right? Yes, yes, um, because they, they sure? messed it up on the cards. Um, it's the other way around, no, that's oh. Zuckus. so it is Zuckus. Like it. Yeah, there yeah, we go. I countered it up. That's four, that's four loam. Yeah, I did counter it up. There you go. So Zuckus and Forlom. I tried to tell a joke, and that's what happens. You mess it up in your own head. <laughs> now remember, one of these is actually a bounty hunter, uh, like alien species, and the other is a robot. For Forlom's the robot. That's why it's Forlom because it's yeah, yeah a robot. He's a dro- yeah. Essentially a droid. Yeah. Droid, and that's the one that's in the black or whatever. So, anyways, they set up a trap. Now, do know, like throughout history of Star Wars, I think we talked about this before, and. JJ started laughing because he he likes this. Uh, JJ, what's the history of Forlom and Zuckus as bounty hunters? How good were they? Awful. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, Mike, were they not like known as the worst? Like, yeah, they're the bumbling idiots of the bounty hunter. Of the bounty hunter world. The Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of bounty Exactly. That's perfect. That's exactly <laughs> and, what they're like. And yep. they sell each other out back and forth all the time. Oh, yeah. And yep. then, you know, double cross each other and make deals with each other and Bova. And then it did just. They're the Barls of James of Hasbro. So uh, <laughs> that's why we were kind of alluding to that other cover because they're actually going to do a one shot of these two. Uh, hopefully, but they, you know, even if they do get injured or destroyed, they have a way of bringing themselves back. We do see Zuckus getting kicked and thrown down the levels. Uh, I have a feeling that he didn't go splat. Um, as far as Forlo, well, he loses his head. I'm not in the right screen. He loses his head. Uh, and then Boba, this is kind of cool. He put it in there. He pulled like the whole, uh, what was the one bot that they used for the money Falcon? Sorry. I don't know if anybody caught MCM last night, but it was a very long night. Um, yeah. So kind of same thing. Use that, his head to go see who was putting bounties on them. Everything else led him to, uh, Jabba's palace on Tatooine. And then whoop, if you look at the, the panel right here, he throws the head over the edge. So I have a feeling that they're going to, that Zuckus is somehow going to come back, find Forlom, and once again for the 860th. I don't know how many times in canon he's rebuilt them, but he's going to rebuild them. Uh, another point that we kind of been talking about a lot lately and came to fruition here. If you see down in the corner, there's the whole hut uh, group talking, the whole hut cartel, as they say. A lot of talk about cartels lately. I, I don't know about all the cartels. I do know that there was a hut cartel. That's the only one I truly believe in. Anyways, the Hut Cartel's got my man here, uh, Flexi McFlex Bags. If you guys remember him, <laughs> last week reviewed him, told you that he might be an interesting reoccurring character named Bo- Boku, Buku, Boku, right? Buku. 
and everybody talked about that he doesn't miss ab days. Well, it's been uh, you know 400 years, and he's still rocking out <laughs> the abs. And it definitely looks like he went on the Hulk Hogan 46 uh, inch Python workout plan. <laughs> mm. They give us a couple more. They bring back this character called Marlo. Um, he's interesting. Um, but Marlo does say one thing. <laughs> While Flexi McFleck Bags is yelling at him for falling asleep, Marlo wakes up and he's dreaming about the High Republic. He brings up the Chancellor and he brings up her two cat dogs. Some people took this as a reference that that was who was in the hood when people were releasing this. And by the way, you should never leak stuff from Diamond because Diamond account numbers are on there and they will ban your account just for future reference people. However, uh, people thought that that would be they're bringing the Chancellor in, the High Republic's going to get in here. No. I believe if you read the actual book, this is interpreted as he right. He woke up from a nap and he's just dreaming of the High Republic. Correct? Yep. So they can put Tamsin. Good. Mm -hmm. Jabba's there now. While we're talking about this character, and once again, if you've seen some of our other shows, we do think that he might. I do at least. I think he might show up in the um, the book of Fett because Bubba Fett has to go and find somebody. He's mad at somebody. We think Crimson Dawn might have a flavor. This is another guy who might have a little bit of. A little bit of a pass of that too. So that's kind of cool because I always love huts. Then we get the big, big reveal that none of us, but we all saw coming, right? And even the <laughs> chat, I think, sees this coming. Uh, turns out the hooded lady is part of the Crimson Dawn. Sorry, there was no there's no high res uh scans of the back half of the book. So we had to take this with my flip phone and then uh transport it through AOL. Uh, Time Warner, and this is what we got. So it doesn't just turn out that. They have a conversation why you care so much, and she says because blah, 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 blah. I pretty much infers that she knows him, and we get to see who else but Kyra, Kira, whatever. I'll still say her name wrong 100 times over. I believe it's Kira, but whatever it is. And yeah. there you go. That's how it ends. This was a long book, dude. Um, yeah, Ruben liked to reference to, hey, Ruben, what's going on? He liked to reference to HR. It was pretty cool. Go ahead. I have two questions. Yep. Uh, once you wrap it up, uh, wrapped. Um, so one is the old Forlom head get ripped off, and Zuck is putting them together for the eight hundredth time. This is my first crossover event, so keeping track of all these books has been a little tough for me. But do you guys see an ultimate, like ultimate destiny of one or more of the bounty hunters in this in this book? Like this, this is it. This is the end of their story. Or do they never do that? Like, that, what's like going to be the culmination of this big crossover event? I'm like, they made a big deal out of it. it's got to end with something, and I'm kind of hoping, not being a comic book guy, like it'll lead into one of the either the cartoons or the live action shows. But I don't think that's going to happen. So what what's the end game here? So ba back in the late '70s and early '80s, there's this movie that came out called Return of the Jedi, and there's this character called Han Solo <laughs> who's frozen in carbonite, and eventually <laughs> Boba Fett. Uh, so he brings him into a Jabba and then Jabba hangs him in the palace. And this, this chick with like two things on the side named princess Leia ends up uh, unfreezing him. However, still gets captured. And somehow a young guy who's been whining for two previous movies turns into a BA and comes in and kills a rancor, which he could have put to sleep uh, and saves both uh, a Wookiee and Han Solo and princess Leia and two droids. Yeah. 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 But, but all and of that, Lando. All of that, you know, there. I know like Han is leaking right now, he's like melting, so they got to fix him. But he did that already, he's stable. That, but yeah. but I mean, yeah, I get all that Return of the Jedi crap. But what about this limited you think, series? You think like, they're gonna, you think, the does point? this, are you asking, is this gonna, are they gonna actually kill off a bounty hunter for real? Yeah, 
Is there a no. point to this, right? No, like, no, no. In Empire, you just saw them real quick, right? Five bounty hunters. And yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, from yeah, a comic sure. book perspective, yeah. putting the movies aside, like, where is there going to be, like, some big payoff yeah. to this? So, what I think, this is kind of what we've been leading up to the last month, where, yes, Astro, where we were saying, these are crimson covers. If you go back and read them, these are crimson covers. We were leading it that they're going to bring whole. We think that the Crimson Dawn and that the um, the Hut. I, I believe everybody's in agreement with this, right, Mike? And that the yep. Hut uh, Cartel are going to have some portion of uh, a play in the Book of Fett, and they want to reintroduce these characters or reintroduce them, keep them on top or fresh of everybody's mind. Let's so put it this way: if they don't do that, the show will suck. Yeah, I mean they got to do it. <laughs> yeah, because even like in the description they said that he's, you know, he's going back to deal with some stuff. And this is a story uh when you look at Fett's stories, besides maybe a couple people that had run, wronged him when he was young, including one guy that got thrown out a window who may or may not be dead, you know, this is definitely an error where they they stole his bounty, right? Like and then they tried to kill him. And actually the story isn't just that they that they stole his bounty, he is a bounty right now too. So when you see that and you see everything's going on, yeah, there's a very, very likely, uh, there's a lot of scenarios out there that could play very likely that you'll see a Valance, that you'll see a, a, a Kyra, a Kira come back, of course, Crimson Dawn, and that you can see um, the Hut Cartel too, which I, 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 maybe the Hut Cartel, I don't know. You guys got to tell me. I, I know you guys are kind of 50 50 on that. That's a, my fantasy is, you know, seeing a, a yeah. yoked hut. Just like <laughs> ripping and coming in, and, you know what I mean? Like in Book of Boba Fett, that would be sweet. Yeah, that would be super dope. Like eighteen, an eighteen pack going on and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, it could happen. Probably get we'll Dave Batista to play him. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, especially if you're gonna go one, two seasons with it, I think it's pretty popular, and those characters are pretty popular. And that way, you could reintroduce. You know, when we were talking about a lot of the reviews of the live shows to to introduce or reintroduce characters over and over to the live to the live show. So that's, that's a possibility for it. If that's, I think that's the route. A lot of us see this going. Yes. Yeah. yeah I had the second, guy. sorry. The second question was, mm -hmm. and maybe it's not a question. I just love how Han Solo is a, is kind of a primary or secondary character in this, but he's frozen. So he's just kind of there, but I love that. He's, he's, he's a Bernie. character in the book, but he's more of like, <laughs> he's Bernie. That's awesome. He weekend is, at Bernie's. Oh my God. He is Bernie. He's yeah, it's a mashup of John Wick and Weekend at Bernie's. I was thinking of something else that's interesting. Speaking of Darth Lopez's comment there, but which but is we, you have to read it out. Not everybody watches the show. Oh, well, he, that he had to put a restraining order on Amelia Clark. It was bad she wouldn't let it go. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the, uh, the the thing I found interesting is we haven't heard a lot about casting for Book of Boba Fett, right? As no. far as other no. characters besides who we know is in it, yep. So it's kind of interesting that you haven't heard anything about that, and the show comes out in December. And right. you see, and you, mm -hmm. and, and Bib's the only guy you know who got shot in the head. And by the way, like the Bib relationship, it is a Java thing, but it's also a Hut Cartel thing. There's no way the Hut Cartel let Bib Fortuna take over Tatooine, right? The the ex home of where they had the leader of the cartel. There's just no way. That that's a, that's a possibility at all. Well, and JJ, um, I was kind of hoping, and I know it's not going to happen. Like maybe Amelia Clark and Akira would come into that, but I know she's in that new Armor Wars Samuel Jackson series, so she's still in the Disney universe. But who knows? I I, I don't think they'd bring her back. But I thought that would have been yeah. uh, kind of curious. 
Okay, so guys, real quickly, I, we just talked about this because if you guys haven't, if you, you're over on Revision, you've probably seen it already. If you aren't, you're here. Make sure you go over to Revision. Last week, me and Pete started a new show on Wednesdays, and we did tier ranking. This week, we're supposed to be doing a casting call because Pete used to write an article years ago <laughs> called Casting Whatever. No, I was, I was doing the wizard thing from Wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah the wizard thing. Who is cast. Emily Clark? Uh, Clark? Who is that? Who is she? Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. She's the one who plays. Dragons? Yeah. Plays who? She is the one who She's plays, the one who plays Kira. He said Kira and then he said Anne Amelia. So I didn't know if it was two different people or if it was, I just don't know actresses and actress names. Yeah, what um, if the Marvel thing's all a ruse and there's really Mace Windu and her coming back and they're filming a Star Wars show? That would be imagine, so long, could you imagine so the blue? Oh my god. <laughs> that would be so cool. That would be fun. Sa um, Samuel L. Jackson was a big Game of Thrones fan. Just he saying. was. And she's in Disney Plus, so I kind of think like the old movie studio. She's under contract. Maybe she'll do a guest appearance. Who Which knows? was she in Game of Thrones? She was, she was a, Daenerys. A, a blonde Daenerys. Daenerys. She in oh, she was Daenerys? Yeah. 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 Oh, no crap. All right, cool. Man. The blonde hair falls down a little bit, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a moment of silence while everybody remembers the birth of the dragon scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's move back on. Weird stuff that Marco I, I doesn't just, know today. Um, I was actually just – I was pondering whether or not um, Buku actually went to the vet or the doctor. I bet it's the vet because his pythons are looking sick. Bro, jokes are <laughs> – we, we designated a certain segment solo. Solo to a certain segment. You have your – we have given you your own segment just for jokes. This ain't it. This ain't it. This is not that segment. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, we got uh, Bounty Hunter, the Bounty Hunter title. One of my – I probably it's the second favorite title going on. Well, it might be the third because the main title for this right now is just Street Fire. Then Vader's been really, really good lately. Bounty Hunter is a solid one. But we get uh, Quill on the B cover, the Pride covers. Um, we're going to do a character. J JJ, what are we naming this new segment? I just called it Character Profile. Cool. We're doing a Character enough. Profile later on her. <laughs> Just to keep everybody in the loop on here, she's a she's a fan favorite of everybody. By the way, safe travels, Jen. Jen is like now at this point, she's now the Brad. Uh, who was the guy that Jimmy Kimmel always said was going to show up? The show never showed Matt up. Matt Damon. Yeah, she's the Matt Damon of the show. She is absolutely <laughs> the Matt Damon of the show. All right, but either way, um, she's a fan of that. I know that's one of the first things we always talked about, and JJ's the same way. We really like the the books that uh, that this character was in. Not not a huge fan, but we'll look at some of her other pictures to see what she actually looked like before. We'll cover that in the character update. And that's all we've got for this week in Star Wars comic book news. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope chat and people underneath, uh, you know, besides thumbs up, give us comments. Tell us how you guys are liking this series. I know it's a crossover and I know everybody hates crossovers. I, I know it. I do, yeah. too. But as far as crossovers go, as far as the main title goes, I think this is a, a pretty solid um Solid book we're looking. This at. is my first crossover. It's it's a little confusing for me, but I'm I'm getting the hang of it. Yeah, d don't don't get too comfortable because they're they're really bad, and Marvel loves to do them all the time. Even though they said they were only going to do. Remember that? Remember that year? What was it? 2018. When Marvel said, "Guys, you know what? Was it 18 or 19? No, 18." They said we're only going to do one crossover a year. Remember when they said that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. That lasts about two months. Yeah, and DC said they weren't going to do any, and they did three last year. So yeah. I like how, too, in the past... Oh, four. I forgot about Death Metal. Whenever they've done one in the past for Star Wars, it's been like one issue, like Vader Down. Yeah, yeah. like one issue yeah. in each series, 
and the one shot, and that was done. And now it's like, oh, Star Wars is popular. Let's make it like 35 issues. Well, no, okay. So, so I'll get this is what I'll give you. This is what I'll give you. They did it, they started off doing it right where it was only two issues per book, which is or per title, which is fine. You know, shouldn't be much longer. But now with the Zuckus one shot, and I'm like, oh, crud. That's where the crossover And an alpha and an omega issue. And a, yeah. 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 And just, just uh, to maybe everybody knows this, but it's five issues in the main miniseries, right? The War of the Bounty Hunters. And then all of the other issues will basically be five months of crossover stuff. Is it five or six. I thought it was five six. or six. I think it's five. Long. Maybe it's they're fun. really dragging it off. Yeah, yeah, because man, that's gonna last five months. That's like what a half a year in uh, real, well, um, like comic book world. What is that like? Same, right? Five, six months. Mm-hmm. Yep. Five issues, one per month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ish, something Ish. like that. Yeah, or if you're DC and you're doing metal, it takes three years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Doomsday Clock well done now, or Doomsday yeah. Clock. Oh my Doomsday gosh. Clock. No, Doomsday Clock was ten years. Ten years. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Yeah, bad. All right. Uh, but that's DC, and that's why <laughs> whatever. All right. Next up, we have got pickups. Jedi will go last on pickups. So if you have pickups, I should have gone around the horn before, but uh, you know, once again, yesterday was a very, very long and interesting day. So uh, if you have pickups, we'll start with you, Pete. Pickups. I have no idea. You asked me right as oh, we're going live. By the way, do you got pickups? Good job, Mike. <laughs> oh, I do. I do actually, but come back to me. I gotta go get them. Okay, Jedi pickups or Leaky pickups. Good. All right, Mido uh, solo. Give me five books. Five solo. So, from Hartman, I actually That's got great. my Walmart right, and yeah. then uh, he tossed this bad boy in. Oh, now, nice. is it me or are we starting to see a lot less of those blank variants? Mm-hmm. It just seems like I'm not I'm not seeing as many blanks as I once did. No, well, I mean, cons are coming back up. If you see the lot of the I wonder if it's because there's no cons. Yeah, people are starting to do not it. Sure. You know, right, actually, last year, they used to be eBay sellers that would sell, like, whole stacks for stuff. But it has changed around a bit, and it's been getting better and better. Um, yeah, is it because of that? Or is it because they got weird and they started doing, well, let's just do an all-purple cover for Joker. And let's do a spider web yeah. background. That's yeah. The, Blanks get and you know they, they're not really. And let's make the anymore. let's yeah. make the blank one like a one in two hundred variant. Exactly. <laughs> so big shout out. You know there's that one. There's that one on. The, sorry, in the chat because he that's who I got those from. There you he go. Me up and he had some. So thanks and good good mailing, good shipping, great great deal. Perfect stuff. Hey, every every time every time Stello says something, I think there's some double entendre in there. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm waiting for the punchline. I'm, I'm just waiting. Every, every time he Once says again, something. he's restricted to doing jokes. He will be silenced if he leaves the joke section, which is at the end of the show today. But um, this is it. Uh, what? Yes. Say hi to a Hartman. We appreciate everybody's support. Hartman Sports Cards. Apparently, Solos used them, so check them out. Darth Lopez, Ruben, always great. He's great. Astro, we already said thank you very much. Make sure you're checking him out. On Ironically, RG. I got mine from uh, Invite to Raid 666, who's in our chat sometimes, too. Yeah, Invite to Raid. Yeah, yeah he's cool. got good books. Yep. All right. Uh, who else we got? We got, oh, Dusty's here. Dusty, always good to see you. Fisher, Shannon, how are you? Uh, ish, yeah, ish. We sobered up from last night. Uh, is that is that an option? Because if that happens, let me know. All right. Uh, it's just different levels at this point in my life. Where are we going next? Oh, yeah. Hey, we wait, got- before we leave pickups, oh, I know it's yeah. not a comic pickup, but check out my channel. I hit a garage sale. Lego, this is garage sale season, and there is some serious Legos out in garage sale. I don't know if it's from pandemic or whatever, but 
check out my channel. I got a big garage sale haul, but okay. I haven't been out to Comics Corner yet to pick up my uh, my pulls. So you mean people, you know, parents are sick of stepping on Legos now. They thought it was a great idea for kids, and then all of a sudden, when their feet just got ruined, they're like, "No, we oh have yeah, to yeah, it's time to go." Awesome. All right, so back up to Mike. Mike, what do we got? I got some vintage. Vintage. Yeah, I got a. Um, uh, oh, nice. R2 yes, Centroscope Unpunched. Real nice bubble. Nice. Um, got Let's a see bubble. Can we see the bubble a little better on that or no? Ooh. Little, little yellowing, but that's solid, oh, man. That's solid, solid all the way around. That's good. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Coloring, too. All right. That's this, nice. This one, this one was not. This one was a little crushed, uh, but I got it for twenty bucks. So uh, also, also unpunched. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> exactly. So uh, real nice straight card, unpunched, uh, but the bubble's a little on the crushed side. But otherwise, but the big boy is this one. Oh, nice, Ooh, nice. Yeah, I like it. It's sealed. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, baby. Unopened, nice. and that's this is this has never even been bent, and he's totally mm, wearing Chewbacca's metal. Wow, yeah, they, this, this never got folded. He's the yeah, he's wearing crazy. Chewbacca's metal. Yeah, so that's one that's eluded me for a really long time. Yeah. Now I just need IG eighty eight, which will cost me seventy two thousand dollars. Metal, but uh, anyway, that was my perfect. Week. All right, and then last but not least, wait, JJ, did you have, JJ or yeah, no? I had some, I had some. I'll go quick. JJ, you got some? Yep, I got some. Go ahead. What is? Of course you do. What do you got? (laughs) First one is a little Lando variant. Yeah, baby, love it. Hard to find. One in twenty-five for Lando, double or nothing. Number one. Yeah, I just ordered a bunch of those. Yeah, a bunch of that series. They're starting to disappear now. My question is: Someone keeps doing shows, and every time they do a show, all these books seem to disappear (laughs) that I've been hunting for. And I wish that these three guys would stop talking about the books that I'm looking for. These solo variants here that are yeah. Um, But next up, I've been trying to find all the dark horse variants. I'm like on a a quest to hunt them all down, which is going to take for freaking ever. But I did come across this guy for fairly cheap. Oh, nice! So this is the Star Wars Darth Maul number one dark horse run. But it's the, yeah, it's the photo cover with, you can't see it yeah, too well, but foil foil print from Dynamic, yeah, Forces. Dynamic Forces. You can see it, yeah. yeah. It is Dynamic Forces. Dynamic yep. Forces, right. the king of the foil prints. Indeed. <laughs> I, I love that book. I'm huge on that book. I think it's great. Yep. Yeah. Good pick, great pickup. Uh, and then I'm also picking up Star Wars Adventures variants, which is also going to take forever. But So this one here is the Comics Dungeon oh, variant yeah. for Star Wars Adventure number one. Nice. This guy is Kind of, sort of rare. Uh, it's the Heroes and Fantasies store exclusive. Ooh, yeah, yeah. For Star Wars Adventure One, like that. Yeah. And then I got a number eight little Hondo, which I think oh, was nice. the B cover. No, was yes. Yeah. Yep. And then a uh, little Imbo. We mentioned Imbo earlier. This oh, is oh yeah. One right. in ten incentive. He's not on the cover, unfortunately. He is on the cover though. Yep. He's on the B cover, I think. On the B cover. Mm-hmm. And this one was actually shockingly rare, and I found it for pretty cheap, so I'm happy. But oh, this nice. is Forces of Destiny, Leia, but it's the one in twenty incident. One in twenty, yeah. Which is the only one to have a one in twenty in that run of Forces and Destiny. Everything else was a one in ten. And then I probably paid way too much for this guy, but getting all those Galaxy's Edge variants, I had to pick it up. So it's <laughs> a nine eight second print of number four. Oh, that's nice. With the Afro cover. And I think it's Hondo in the front. It's Hondo. Sure. It's Hondo. Yeah, it's Hondo yeah, in Afro on it, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Joy. That's a good cool. call. Great That's set of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Stuff, JJ. All right. Uh, is I that it? One. I Pete. found one. Okay, we're moving Pete. Just Pete one. does videos of pickups. So, like, let's see what he <laughs> salvaged for us. Speaking of our show, this one is Ben C's fault because I thought I already had it, but I had to get another one. So I did get the one in 25 of the uh, Empire Ascendant with the after ride the Tauntaun. Tauntaun. So after, after you guys did your show, because I've been looking forever and I was like, that's it. I'm just going to go on eBay and buy one. And I found one and I was like, okay, I got to wait like 24 hours. They're gone. Every single one on eBay after your darn show came out, they're gone. I was like, it is a thing like that's the thing too about talking about comics and we tried for the longest time on this show not to do it too much but it doesn't matter man as soon as you talk about them they're all gone and we try to it'll come back around though yeah you'll get them again because it it gets a high point right now and the next thing you know sure there'll be a couple but somebody will everybody who has one now after everything got cleared out will now throw theirs up to sell because they want to get what everybody else got and they, they won't, won't be able to sell, sell them yeah, as easily or quickly down. because right. the market's been fulfilled and price. Yep. There's a few that won't do that. Like Ahsoka won't do that. No, there is. There's always the one that puts it up for like a thousand dollars. There's always that one guy. Yeah. Every book's a thousand dollars. Every book's a thousand dollars. So, all right, cool. Well, there we go. We got some good stuff, except for the biggest one of the day, Jedi. Let's see if we can make this one work. Okay, I'm gonna try this. We're gonna see. Uh, yeah, just keep a list. That's a good idea, Ruben. That is exactly what you should do. Keep a list, keep a memory. All right, Jedi. So, what do we got going on today? All right, so uh, I have I sent in to CBCS mm-hmm. uh, two sets of Bronze Age Star Wars one through six, two uh, number 42s, first Boba Fett, and uh, one 43, 43, uh, first Lando. Uh, so, so these are not, uh, I'll do a little disclaimer. If those of you that are used to watching these unboxings where people just pull out nine sixes and nine eights one after another, this show's not, this is not going to happen for these. <laughs> these are, these are stuff that I've had, I picked up and probably won't ever sell them. But if I, I decided that if you I see. were to ever sell them, I wanted them to be, uh, graded so that there would be no no issues in selling them, but probably not going to happen. So here we go. First of all, we got all this all this stuff. All right, it's I'm a lot better than Wookie doing it. You building an interocitor over there? They uh, yeah. so they they came bubble wrapped, and uh, there's two. There's a small stack. Hey they, Jedi, how long did it take to unwrap these? No, no, no. no. Submitting. After you submitted. Oh, so so uh, these got accepted. I think uh, end of February, and I just got them back last week. So what's that, about three three months? And that was with the the cheapest grading they had, which I think is their modern grading or whatever. So not terrible, but for CBCS, I've gotten them as quick as a month before. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it is slowing down, but we'll see. But yeah, about three months for these. All right. Okay. So here we go. What book is uh, it? Number. First, first one. Let me flip it over. Cover the grade. Just of, don't. I'm going to pull out the plastic so hopefully you guys can see it. So this is a Star Wars number four. Four. Okay. All right. Tell me when and you're ready. I can see it. Okay. So here we go. Let's see what the grade is. Number four. Hey, oh, 6.0. Not bad. 
Yeah. Like I said, I, when I submitted these, I thought these things are going to run. I, that's a little lower than I thought I'd get, but really? I thought seven. Oh, I thought seven, seven point. I'm sorry, seven to eight and a half is worth the where these would range, and I guess the medium probably did, but there were some that graded a little lower than that. That okay, was the so last general 30 yeah. cents price book, too, right? I mean, it's part of the Star Hope, is the part yeah. of yep. four or six of the, yeah, but it was the last 30 regular 30 cents price book. Okay. Uh, up next, what book do you get? Okay. Up next, we have another Star Wars number four. So this and you thought all you. these were going to be in that seven to eight range, right? Seven to eight and a half is what I what I thought. I thought maybe some might sneak up into the nines, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, so here we go. Another number four. Hi. Hey, seven. All right. Seven. All right. All right. Can live with it. Seven, are, any, are, are these uh, newsstands? Any of these? I couldn't see on that so last these one. Are, the bottom. These are all newsstand or what's considered newsstand. Okay. Uh, right. They're not the direct issue sure. with the yep. diamond. And so, uh, okay, the next one, let me pull it out of the sleeve. Next one is number three. Okay, number three. Give me a second. Oh, there we go. Number we go. three. Part three of it. And go. Recover. All right, and go. And oh, seven Ooh, five. There you five. go. All right, you're getting up yeah. there. This is one of my favorite covers. First uh, Chewbacca cover, I believe. Uh, is Harry from Harry right? Anderson's? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, yeah, and a lot of those early. He he was kind of like, back then Chewbacca changed about as much as Afra does on the ones today. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, next one we have, okay, another, another number three. So they kind of kept another these number. in order for me. Yep. And Let let's hit know. it. Oh, six. It's kind of six and a six. seven. I mean, you're kind of all over with it. All right. Yeah. You didn't press or you didn't press any of these or anything. Either. I didn't press or, or do anything to these. I, right. I rarely do. Uh, all right. Next yeah. one. No, nope, you weren't. Wait, what? Does, wait, put I, that guy back up with his comment. I thought that's what you were asking because you saw the comment. Yeah. Oh, I thought it said NWO. It says OWN. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, no. No. Not pressed, not cleaned. I just sent them in. Really just wanted to protect them. Uh, no. For from you know, I'm with uh, you, okay. Oh, all right. Number two. Number two. Okay. He says the big boy. This is so this actually is well. a big one. A lot of people weren't going after this book oh, right away because they didn't know the, the solo yeah. and the the Chewbacca has been very cheap lately. It's really been picking up in pace as far as yeah, baby. Hey, hey. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, this one that. good. Nine four non press. That's that's like there you go. Banger. That's pretty, sir. That yeah. Nice. That, right, that's a winner, a winner. Give me give another second. CBCS is, bundle. is fairly, are we, oh, we have a, we have a second bundle, so we haven't gone through it yet. CBCS is uh, fairly well known for grading pretty much a, a little bit harder. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've heard people say that they don't like CBCS, and one of the reasons I hear is because they do grade harder, and people want those nine eights, especially if you're going to resell. Uh, but I don't know. To me, I started using CBCS from the very beginning because, at least to me, they were simpler, at least back then. Well, yeah, they still are simpler to kind of submit. But I love CBCS, and especially if I'm going PC. Okay, we got a number five. This oh, one did okay. Three. Let's see if I can do math. All right, five. <laughs> Part five. Of the math, just count. <laughs> and hit it. Three, five. Okay. All right. Come on, Black, a lot of black in the cover. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's great. Nice, nice. All right. Your man in the comments, right, Pete? 
Yeah. Also, it was an NWA show shirt. Oh, hey, okay, this, sweet, brother. There you go. This one, this may be the lowest. I hope this is the lowest grade I get. Uh, okay, what, number what? six. N- number six. That's not. That doesn't sound good. The, actually, I clipped this so to show the actual light in the black here. This is a tough book to get in high grade. Believe it or not, yeah. there's not a ton of them out there. A lot of dark. A lot of cover. It's not. It's the last part of the movie adaptation, and not a lot of people gave two cruds about it. Uh, so let's see what you got. All reds and black. It's still not yeah. terrible, though. That's not yeah. no, bad. No. I, I would take that all day long, Me young too. man. That is nice. I live in the two and a half to four range, so five is great. Uh, I, I, well, you know, CBCS, another thing. CBCS gives you the notes for free. Sometimes they're kind of vague. They don't get specific. But uh, I didn't I didn't jot them down. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, all right. The next one is, oh. There we go. All right. Number 43, first Lando. Lando. Ooh, Lando. Lando. Okay. Nice cape, brother. Uh, what do we got here? Ready? And. <laughs> okay. Nice. Wow. Yeah, nice. nice. And direct. Go. Direct version. Wow. Yeah, 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 the second of the, of the well, five. Well, hold on. One, two, three, four, and five. Yes. Five, I should just three. do it by seven. Oh, That's six. That's six. There you yeah. go. And okay. go. Seven. Oh, okay. all right. It's in the range. Yeah. It's in the range. Yeah. And next. Oh, I should save this one for last. I should save this one for last. I'm going to go into it just because these are. Oh, that's last. a good okay. sign. What, no, you what, save this oh, one? A book. Okay, we'll say it's we'll number say, 42. Yeah, save 42 to the left. Save 42 to the left. Yeah. 42 is the one to wait till the end. Build the suspense. Okay, another number two. Two? Okay, good book. Yeah, a little low, but all right. We all right, two, four. six, five. Nope, oh, still yeah. good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, I mean, for those twos, people just would roll those over for the longest time. Nobody would pick them up. So, like, that's that's good, man. Yeah, we should be getting down some number ones pretty soon. There's no number yeah, one. there we go. Number one. All right, I can live with this, I guess. All right, Br- yeah. brutal cover. Brutal. Let's hit it. Okay. Oh, nice. Good. What do you mean you can live with that? Yeah, you can live with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Hey, no, that sucks. Just send that. Just send that to me. Yeah, yeah. Just send it over here, man. I'll, I'll take that. that one. Live yeah. with that. That one's yeah, really wrapped. Does, That's wrapped really well too. Like it's not off center. That's good. All right, another another number one. Uh, a little little lower on this one, but still good, I think. Seven. Oh, yeah. 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 Still good. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's all black. The whole thing's yeah. black. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough cover. Okay. Uh, okay. The last number six. Number six. One, two, three, four, yeah. five, and six. Yes. Last in the original series. That looks nine two. Oh, yeah. nice. oh my god. That is really nice. That's nice bump from the, what was the other one? A five. Yeah. The other one was like uh, a six or something. Five or yeah. Wow. Nice. There you go. On that one. That's, okay. The only. Oh, God. Yeah. You should have two. Two 42s. 42. This is. And this one. Three? 
have one more forty-three. No, we already, we already, we already did forty-three. You only had one more. Chat's liking your books. That's all I can there tell you. you. All right. All right. So forty-two. Forty-two. This is not the one I almost showed earlier. This is the other. This is the second forty-two. We'll say first Boba Fett, depending on who you ask. No, that's it. Six point okay. oh. Six oh, nice. So eighth Boba Fett. Yeah, I watched your show. I watched your show earlier on Pete show. All of you guys. Oh, why did you guys say it was the eighth one? Yeah, uh, Mike said it's like the. Eighth. Are you saying the fact one is the cover one? That's not one is one and the. I think it's eight. There's treasury. There's there's super special. There's the novel. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. throw in the comics. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Staley's all the weird Yeah, the yeah, annual. All, yeah. <laughs> the normal comic so, run first, Bubba Fett. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, just being, the, I'm uh, just being messy, man. I'm just being messy. <laughs> here's the other Boba Fett, the one that uh, I'm really happy with. Uh, go ahead and show there that back away. Oh, nice. oh nice. yeah. Between wow. you hit, yeah, I, yeah, I know there's a couple there. You were like, uh, I'll take those L these W's between one and forty two. Man, you guys, are, you're you're cleaning up here, buddy. Yeah. You win, brother. You win. That's a great one. Oh, I appreciate I, it. Going back to that's a lot of good stuff. That is a lot of good stuff for a total of one million dollars. <laughs> nice books, Jedi. Yeah, hey, Jedi, I, I got a really dumb question. What the heck is pressing? I keep hearing you say they weren't pressed. Is that something you do or they do it? It's both. I'll let somebody else explain that because I've 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 watched it. I've heard people talk. I've never done it. I've never cleaned. I've never pressed. Uh, one of these days, what, what, I might. <laughs> so there are people so, that use pressing machines to do yeah. pressing, like a like what a, like a t-shirt press. It's a t-shirt, t-shirt press. press. A lot of times, it's a t-shirt boost. press. You can it's do cold. them cold. You can do them yeah. hot. You can do them with moisture or not. You got to watch uh, it when you do it. It's a little yeah. bit of mm-hmm. technique. Takes a little bit of a learning experience. They, they will. They will send or? it out to their parent company. Yeah. CGC will send it out to their parent company to do it too for you if you want to. Um, and then cleaning is what it sounds like. Cleaning. There's a couple of ways to clean. I won't give away secrets, but there are ways to mm-hmm. to clean, especially the white areas mm-hmm. um, yeah. of, of a book. Sometimes take away and, ink, uh, depending on what it is, like some inks, like especially ink pens and stuff like that. You can take yeah, away you, so you can brighten them up and clean them up a little bit. Get yeah, dirt off. Grind, you get ink, become, ink and pencil and stuff like that off too. There are ways to do some of that. Um, even ways to take tape off, although I don't recommend it. Nope. Um, and then uh, and then of course then to press it to flatten it to get at least some of the I don't know finger mess yeah. off. If you off do of it the right, sometimes you can pull fingerprints. You can get the wave out of it. You, mm-hmm. you can, depending on how good you are. Yeah, you can readjust yeah, I mean, the spine roll. The book's got yeah. spine roll. It's you kind of became resetter. now leaky for the grading. It, it's become the standard. Like you've, the the thing about it, it, especially with older books, is people aren't really sure how heat slash moisture and heat presses are going to react to books later on down the road. This is a fairly modern time. thing, yeah. so we don't know 10, 20 years down the road what those kinds of processes are going to do to some of the paper and inks on these books. So for PC, a lot of people don't press their books. So if you're wondering why maybe he didn't press his books, that's that's a possible reason why a lot of people don't do it. Is we're not really sure what that could do to a book we want to keep forever. So to be to be honest with you, it's like one of the ways that they weren't like you know back in the day they used to micro trim or trim stuff. They used to color touch and stuff like that, and that became a big no no in the industry. But the one thing they've kind of let you actually cleaning was too for a long time. When pressing first came out, it became a debate like. Should we be doing this? Like, is it manipulation of the the books or not? But when you yeah, were getting, I often, 
I was just to say, I, I've thought in the past, and this might be a, 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 an argument starter, so we won't go into it, but should pressing and cleaning be annotated kind of like you would restoration? Eh. I, so I, there, there was actually, else, you know what, when they first started doing it, that was the big debate, right? Like there, it was, it, it, it had gotten pretty nasty back and forth. But then finally, like the companies that were grading started offering the services because they saw yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, see, so where, where people say unpressed as like, hey, uh, it's a 9-4, yeah. but it's unpressed. unpressed so maybe yeah. you can crack That's it and resubmit it uh, and make yeah. yourself more. So well, and, you know, there's, there's there. also... There's a fine line, too, because, I mean, what's to stop you from putting a book down on a flat surface and stacking 72 books on top of it for a year? You're technically pressing the book. I mean, well, you know, it's a little bit different. That Yeah, it's a little bit. Different I know. That, well, but if you're not using heat, if you're just doing a cold press on a book, that's really all it is. Um, uh, you know, there's a little bit of tech. I I might disagree a little bit on that because there's a little bit of technique to cold press. Well, I'm not getting into technique because I don't yeah. want to give people secrets yeah. away, but because yeah. there are people that make a lot of money off this right now. So, no, I yeah, think the point is that doing that would be the same. That, yeah, there's some people. Yeah, between that, so that's it. I mean, people are pretty much doing it, and it has now become the standard for grading because the grading companies do it. And probably, I see. To be honest so, with you, I've had grading companies do it before, and they aren't as good as some of the people out there doing it for themselves. So, one but there's a you made gentlemen. there is a thought. Oh, sorry, go. There is a thought that if you let the grading company do the pressing for you, that they sometimes give you a little bump in grade. Yes. Uh, so, sometimes. Gotcha. But if you yeah, get a good presser, I think it's just as good. But So, yeah. Jedi, sorry, one last topic or question on that. You said annotate it. When it gives a grade, does it literally say on the grade if it was pressed or not, unpressed? No, no. no. Okay, gotcha. No. So you could. I, I was referring to like know. if something's been restored or something with, you know, ink touches or trim, whatever, they'll annotate it. Does pressing kind of fall into that same category? And gotcha. But All right, today, so this is also the tricky that. part. Gotcha. That, uh, or right. We're losing the chat. They're talking about what you guys are wearing now. So, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we'll get off of this real quickly. What's wrong with my so slaughter quickly, shirt? Well, <laughs> the problem with it is, is what something Pete said, where he's like, it's not been pressed. They're saying it's not. The person who's submitted the book is saying that it's not been pressed. You don't know if that book has or. Wait has till not you been see pressed. the back, Darth. Same Hang thing on. with the. Can you see the back? All right. So we're going into profiles. Oh, geez. He's going to knock his whole camera over. This will be yep, great. That's what we're doing. That's, that's All right. right. It's the heavy metal hour with. Yeah. Oh, we just sure, lost man. five viewers. Good stuff. Speaking of viewers, we're down that wasn't because of the shirt. Viewers. That was because of my ass. We went down from 40 to 35 viewers. Uh, for all 36 viewers that are still in the chat, feel free to give us a thumbs up if you like what we do. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Make sure you are checking out our man, Leaky Trooper, especially if you're into Legos or Star Wars or just like supporting people who create content here. Make sure you're liking Random Vision. Go out there. Make sure you see Mike and uh, and Pete and all of them do it. If you didn't check out last night's MCM, there's a lot more talking about uh, grading books on that thing, and I don't know what those boys got me into. Uh, and uh, links below this week is TYTV96. He's a friend of the channel, friend of the show's. He does a great job. He's got a great pickup and everybody's favorite man. Uh, and he'll be coming back. He's just has a real tough work schedule. Gonzo. We have hunting with toys with Gonzo down there. He had a great con experience and now he's doing like uh, he's getting into, he did a six of uh, the review on the little uh, three and a quarter inch figures. So make sure you guys check those links out. Pete, I think yours is down there too. So there we go. Uh, up next. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle's laughing because we, we might have stole a credit card and charged some books for a new, new, new service of grading. Either way, let's get to profiles. JJ, what profile are we doing today? Who do we got? What are, what's going on? And who's, who's running ahead. this show? I got it. Thank you. 
<laughs> Today's character profile for Star Wars is Eureka Quill. Or Quell, depending on how you want to say it, because I honestly don't know. But she is the ace of the Alphabet Squadron. So, um, Alphabet Squadron is pretty much the... Time out. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what she looks like. You know, that's not what that yeah. one cover... We'll get to the yeah. other cover, but... She's really... It's And you'll notice I kind of repeated the same pictures in these slides. Uh, mm -hmm. There are not a lot of images of her. So, no, not. Yeah. But we'll go from there. She stars in... Alphabet Squadron has a series of novels. Three novels out now. And she's, I would say, the main character of the novel. There's definitely other characters in there, but it's focused a lot on her story. So she was basically born around the start of the, or yeah, about the start of the Galactic Empire. Uh, she, interestingly enough, was inspired to join the Rebellion originally, but decided she didn't have enough training. So she was actually going to go to Star, uh, the um, Imperial Academy to learn how to fly starfighters. Decided she would later defect. She actually became one of the most loyal Imperial starfighters and actually climbed the ranks all the way to the second in command of one of their most powerful TIE fighter squadrons. Decided to defect after basically they blew up an entire planet. And basically... Not, she kind of got thrown out. Like, Well, her, well, her person in charge told her to get lost. But. Yeah, but he did that kind of out of sympathy because she was having conflicting yeah. emotions about being fair in enough, the fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. He actually blew up her ship, too. It was actually a very interesting uh, scene. Uh, but uh, anyways, so... Um, basically due to her fact that she was, uh, one of the best pilots in the, uh, I guess would call it new Republic of that period. She's elevated to the head of the new alphabet squadron by Harris Adula, which we all noticed from rebels, um, who was a general at that point in the new Republic mm. army. So, um, and just so you know, I didn't explain this in these slides, but alphabet squadron is called alphabet squadron because of the planes that they fly or ships that they fly, uh, which is a, a wing X wing Y wing. U-Wing, and B-Wing. So, that's why it's Alphabet Squadron. Weird name. Good yeah. good story, though. Anyways, uh, and she's also <laughs> one, of, one of the first major uh, LB, LGBTQ characters that they introduce in current canon novels. So, it's kind of interesting. And they do establish the fact that she's basically bisexual, so she has relationships with men and women in the novels. So, Next slide for me, would you, Pete? Can we ruin Absolutely. that? Because because another great character is like uh, her her partner, the the person she's in love with in, in that character. Like that alphabet yeah. squad's got some well, awesome. I actually haven't finished all three novels, so I'm trying oh, to make this character profile. <laughs> so I have finished the first two, so okay. and I, she all makes right. a, an interesting decision all at right. the end of the second. That's one. why I'm trying to not give away. Yes, I'm trying <laughs> not to give away the last book. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Don't spoil it for me, Marco. Jeez. Uh, anyways, so. Uh, very important first comic appearance is TIE Fighter number one, which um, is actually her first and only comic appearance to this point that we know of. It's definitely a full appearance, so no full versus cameo debate in this thing. She's in like 12 panels, talks the whole time, the identifier, everything. Um, it actually contains also the first appearance of... That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Look at <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah it, just, it just matters well, who's going to define it as what and how many words yeah. are going to put in front yeah. and behind the uh, words first appearance. Yeah. But, um, First haircut appearance of her hair with a head and a full yeah. shot of her entire body on a Tuesday with <laughs> drinking blue milk. Okay, go we'll ahead. get the haircuts in a minute because they changed yeah, on like, yeah, one cover. Yeah. But anyways, uh, basically it also contains, it's an important comic because it actually also contains um, the, I believe it's the fifth squadron of TIE Fighter. 
people, which is actually an entire squadron of TIE fighter people that they did the whole mini series on. So um, there's a lot of first appearances in this mm. book as far as Star Wars characters go. So uh, you basically got a pretty inexpensive grandma's level. in there too, right? Yep. Grandma, which mm. is the leader of the 204th, which is mm -hmm. the, the evil, if you want to call it that. Um, okay. Let's not get too far down the rabbit hole there, JJ. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Uh, so basically comic value you're looking at about 8 to 10 bucks probably in a raw um, it was hard to get sales data on this there's not a lot of 9.8 sales uh, but 60 to 70 is where I saw a couple fall so we'll go with okay. that so uh, next slide for me and so here's your variance for that same comic TIE Fighter number 1 so you had probably one of the more interesting uh, JTC action figure variants here which I think at this point he had already <laughs> used a TIE Fighter pilot so you get, the, you get the TIE Fighter itself as the action figure. Hey, they did the die cast <laughs> series on cards. That works. Yeah. 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 I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, you get the 1 in 10 movie variant, which is an interesting TIE Fighter shot. Wait, hold on. Ruben says he, Ruben, please don't tell me you like the TIE. The TIE. The only the reason fighter. I picked up the TIE Fighter one was one to complete a set, and I picked up a couple more because I knew it was her first and I really liked the character. But, like, please tell me you didn't. You didn't. Please tell me you don't like that one. All right. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I want to know what I want to know what Pete thinks but of the, uh, at least the he first didn't, one. At least he didn't double himself <laughs> and put out another TIE Fighter pilot variant. Not like fair enough. Two of them, but. Yeah. Anyways, what do you think, Pete? Like he did with the Boba Fett one that he just released yeah. this week? Like the Boba yeah. Fett one? Yeah. This yeah. Boba Fett looks cleaner, though. I'm telling you, it looks cleaner than the other one that he did. So, so I'm uh, I'm gonna chat I'm I'm gonna channel my inner Pete for a second because he always makes a point of go ahead say it Pete I know you're thinking it what you know I want to hear no. you do it all the open all the unused space that light blue space there man yeah that's, that's not making your head explode <laughs> okay. absolutely wasted space it, it's ridiculous <laughs> okay hey I, I, it's I, not I, for I, everybody I knew it was there. Uh, uh, other covers, you got the 1 in 10 movie variant, which is uh, pretty much just the TIE Fighter Squadron flying through the air, or space, yeah. I guess. I actually uh, like that cover, too. Yeah, really I, it, it, it actually looks really good if you see yeah, one in person. In person. Yeah, yeah, that picture there probably doesn't do it very good justice. And no, I like the, the kind of chrome color print they did for the trade dress. Yeah, and, and it actually looks like they're moving, kind of. I mean, it's yeah. really it looks good animated, color. though. Is that yeah, like more like the Rebels Clone Wars kind of shit? I don't, I don't know where they pulled the image from. That's the weird thing. It's such a like a common it's not image. part of that story. Yeah, yeah. It's like so because it was only in a novel at this point. But mm -hmm. yep. And this mm -hmm. does tie into the novels. This Tie Fighter mm -hmm. series, just so everybody knows, it does tie in. Um, and then probably the most valuable one at this point, at about fifty to seventy-five bucks in a raw and much more integrated, Ooh. is going to be your number one character variant, which has Eureka Quill right on the cover. So. It is her Love first that. cover appearance and her first appearance. Yeah, that book was hot coming out the, out the gate. People yep. loved. I mean, That's all, this type of series. Space. I remember the number one. There was a ton of copies for for the small little arc thing that they had, uh, print wise. But like, even it, it was really popular because uh, of the book and because people like that. When those, yeah, there you go. We saw it in the background, Jake. Yep. Yep. No, we're probably going to get into the hairstyle later, but. Um... Yeah, I, yeah, I'm still curious about her hair in this compared to the the panel you showed inside the book because her her hair in the book is super short chopped and then she's got this sweeping mane here. It was that was a little weird to me. I don't she know Carol Danvers. Yeah, yeah, it does <laughs> look a lot like a Carol Danvers pose. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, well, let's flip to the next slide for me. We'll we'll get into the hairstyle thing a little bit. Um, so these are other notable appearances by her. You'll notice. 
the three novels. So you got Alphabet Squadron is the first novel. Shadow uh, Fall is the second novel. Uh, and the third novel is Victory's Price, which I haven't mm-hmm. read yet. Don't spoil it for me, Mark. No problem. <laughs> um, each one has a cover on. You'll notice the image for the first novel is the same image on the comic. Yeah. Yeah. Different color mm-hmm. background, but same image. I don't know what's going on. That's uh, that's actually another character variant. That is the cover for number three in the series, which oh, her like name is for, she has the for Admiral Pride. What? Which one? The middle one with the mohawk. Yeah, also a good character. Yeah, I can't remember. Her. I can't never pronounce her name, so I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, Shout- don't try. Yeah, three part name, alien name right. version. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so I don't know what's going on. I kind of like, I don't know, maybe not as many as some people. The Bounty Hunters 13, which is the Pride Month variant, which is going to come out next Wednesday. Um, I like it. She's, yeah, she's depicted a little bit. I love the, I love the, I guess detail on the X-wing and even the trade. Yeah. And the yeah. image of her seems a little bit weird to me. In that, yeah, it doesn't. That's it, the only problem I have is the image. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's the hair. I'm like, yeah. nope. if they didn't tell me, if they didn't tell me it was her, I wouldn't have recognized it. Yeah, yep. no, I think when we brought that cover up because we went over all these covers, I think when we brought the cover up, that was the one thing I was like, I asked everybody if they knew who it was, and nobody. No, I, said, I didn't even. And know. I literally I hit know who that read. Was. You got me that Tie Fighter book. Um, yeah, Marco, I read it, mm-hmm. then saw this cover and had did not make the connection at all. Yeah, she looks quite different. Okay, can I try to defend it? Can I Go for it. Yeah, which one? Okay, so, so the the okay. the cover of the now the novel we can't see that other side of her head, so it could it could be shaved, right? Uh, whereas now we're seeing it in this Tie Fight or X Wing Fighter, uh, we don't know if she's coming or going, so she probably could have had her helmet on. And it's just taking her helmet off, and it's kind of got her hair in a yeah. Really, you know, what's the problem with the hair? Disarray. I don't. Not, I, I don't. Not the hair. I don't have the problem with it. No, it was I, in Tie Fighter One. She had a like a like a almost like a silver Caesar yeah. crop cut. Yeah. The when Caesar, I read that yeah. book, I literally read it right the same week as we did the Pride cover. I had no idea it was the same character. Yeah. And she looks. She looks younger. She looks it's like yeah. they de-aged her for it or something. She they looks de-aged younger. Her. The, the, the yeah. Am I the only one that's going to say it? She looks too white. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. also well in the comic, how she's described in the book. It's weird in the in the the character variant, which is the same image they use in the novel, on, at least on the cover. She looks different inside the comic. Hmm. She does, but her description in the novel mm-hmm. is more towards the cover of the yeah, novel than it is yeah. in the inside. Okay, yeah. But it's still a good cover, really. In in all honesty, yeah, I, just, I love the cover. The cover looks yeah. dope. I mean, hey, I'm or I ordered three, so uh, I mean, I like it. It's it's just, yeah, I like the Martin Mortison cover on Victory's Price there too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I love this cover. It's probably my favorite out of all of them. But the only problem, like I said, that when we reviewed them, the X-wing is so detailed and so well yes. done. She is muted by the x-wing because the, yeah. this is one of the best x-wing depictions i've ever seen as far as cockpit and character and then they just they ran you out of time and just left her in there like oh here we go and shipped it i almost wonder if this was a, if this was drawn a for a different she's like rounded out she's rounded out and like her thing is she's a she she seems like maybe the like in the one picture for alphabet squad this is what it is for me in the alphabet squad and even on the cover she looks like her character which is like this badass that kind of maybe doesn't know everything but like when she gets tough she's really tough and she just kind of looks like some joyful like round-faced 
Young. Yeah, you guys are nitpicking the way that she looks in the X-Wing, but nobody has a problem with her parking her X-Wing outside the back of the high school in front of the peach stucco wall, apparently, because there's <laughs> nothing else to go back <laughs> Fair enough. True point. Let's get off this topic. That's not yeah. good optics. You're right. Thank you for saving us for being old men. There we right. go. So this is a it's a short character profile. This is pretty much the end of it. But um, you know, Take it easy, Lopez. Good yeah. luck tomorrow. She's a, she's a good character. I think they'll use her a lot going forward with a lot of different stuff. Cool. I hope they do. She's a great character. Nice. Good stuff. Our next segment. I don't even have the segments today, man. What's the next segment? Who are we up to at guest next? Because that was supposed to be after comics. Or, what do we got next? Next segment is. Bad aren't you guys supposed to be running doing, the show this week? We're doing Bad Batch review. I can't. Run that's why. That's why no way's responding because it's Bad oh. Batch review means I'm dropping the ball. All right, Bad Batch review. Here we go. Let's add it to the stream. Okay. If I hear two O out of anybody, anybody on this one, I'm gonna shame you. But <laughs> no, all right. don't worry, don't worry, not for me. All right, here we go. Uh, so of course, challenge we, accepted. <laughs> we, she's back. I only see Carla now. I know. Can't not see her. <laughs> but I still love her. She's a great character. Get a Danny DeVito voice, maybe. Oh, there's she's a voice really well. Oh, don't like, worry. Like when her husband shows up, it will be Danny DeVito. Uh, awesome. So she's, uh, you know, she's giving the little veil threats. Obviously, they're hanging out at her place. They've decided that that's kind of where their home base type area is now. We've got Omega trying to learn how to use her new bow. I really like that. I like the whole thing. This was kind of interesting. Because at first I thought this was a bounty hunter uh, from the throwback from the Republic, and mm -hmm. I wish we would have gotten it, uh, but it wasn't. It just was two drunks hanging out with a converter <laughs> voice box. Um, obviously, she's like, they "Yeah, were you placing got bets, right? Yeah, that was yeah. Were. they were placing bets. That was awesome. Yeah, while she was shooting, like I was like, is she really gonna let these guys shoot up her like gambling machines? But whatever, because she shot her own gambling machine." She does tell him, like, hey, there's a job out there, and then make some idle threats, like, you're pretty much going to take the job to make us both money, or I'm going to report you. I mean, that's what everybody took that as, right? Like, she's threatening them that she's going to turn them in. Yeah. So they yeah, decide they're going to work for them. so much as a threat. It was just, like, it's just logistics. Like, where are you going to go? Like, oh, I, I saw it as a threat. I saw it as a threat. Yeah. threat, yeah. Yep. So they got to rec uh, recruit one of these, uh, the tactical droid heads. That's kind of cool that they're bringing back in those droids and kind of because this is what they would be doing. They got to go to Corellia and they show Corellia. It's starting to be polluted, starting to do everything else. I do like how they're I, there are two parts here that was very interesting, if I may. Um, Omega, who the Taskmaster version of them. And I know maybe a lot of people are like, nope, it's all about force. But this kind of showed it. She They're now putting her involved in parts. And even with the bow, and I'll hit it up later you'll kind of see that action. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. But she's now part of the whole squad. They're putting mm -hmm. her in danger because what else would you be doing? Then they run into some characters that we're familiar with from... Um, <laughs> I never saw these guys mm -hmm. before. From the last season of... Uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. It is interesting. I always double take because those were originally written as two male characters. It is something in the new canon that they don't retcon a lot, but they did retcon that in the Ahsoka novel. This, those twos were originally played for that. These are these HK police droids. What police droids are these JJ? Do you know? I, I read where they were supposed to be new, but they look like they're rebuilt. Um, 
like commando droids, maybe? Mm, yeah. Really? You can see that. I, they I look a lot a like commando over, droids, but they do look like I that. I thought it was a crossover between commando and HKs, but that's okay. It could be. I don't know. I mean, it's maybe a droid. I just want to see the HK droid. I don't know. For some reason, <laughs> I was into a lot of, uh, um, you know, the, high, uh, the old Republic that I wanted to see out here. So they end up teaming up. Everybody's teaming up. We bring back the big battle droids. We decide we have to have a plan to reactivate them. They do. They reactivate them. They get a whole big army there. Great fighting. Here we go. He's about to. He is going to try to crush her head. He <laughs> bumps not. his head again, knocks himself out unconscious. Um, Huge headache. Starts has yeah. this dialogue. Oh, good soldiers. Good, good soldiers. soldiers. All good soldiers. Yeah, for all those people that all follow the, the IG, you saw me post. All good soldiers follow orders uh, or whatever. Here we go. They they actually team up. This is actually pretty brilliant how they had him teamed up. I really like that. They get back to the plate now. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff here. This is kind of where the meats and potatoes are. The the, the action up to this part was great. Storyline was great. But I think this is where the big the big things come in, including this droid real quickly. Yeah, um, real quickly. It's the most important part of the episode. Yeah. So we get our <laughs> headache here. He's still got the headaches. He's still going on. I did the double arrows. We know whose droid that is, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, that's My a sort of yeah, hits who white cosplays with his wife. I did think it was cool that they used yeah. the stick thing to give it back, so they did download it, and they're not leaving holes that don't make any sense. Um, there was a back and forth about who's the good guy and who's not the gay guy. I will tell you this. I watched this with all 20 of my kids, and one of them pointed out something when this came up and turned to me and said, hey, Dad, that's a bad guy, right? As in, as in what's her name, the uh, one of the sisters. I said, well, no, she's just like not a good guy. Because she always has been a back and forth. Now we see the tunic here, and I know in It's a Trap, JJ's got a whole setup for this. But I will tell you this. I wasn't able to pull the full coloring of the droid. I lightened this up on the old television, the old 22-inch. I turned the rabbit ears and uh, got to work really well. I have to tell you the paint scheme was a lot like an Ahsoka Tana R7 droid. Oh, why did I put him there? Are we going to get into this later? We'll get into that. I accidentally, I should have taken that slide out. Okay, so then we go to blank. That And that is the Bad Batch review for today. Now, let's hear Solo Wookiee be an old man. Solo Wookiee <laughs> ruined my day real early so I can get it out of the way. <laughs> uh, it could be Bail, yeah. I think we're going to get, JJ, is that what we're getting into? It's, and yeah. it's a trap? Yep. That, that, is our, it's a trap. We that is our It's a Trap, so we will get into it. Um. Hey Pete, could you take this over? I can't. My contacts are dried out. Been a long what do you want me to do? Just give get the the ranking system. Okay, I'll get the ranks. Thank you. All right, Solo Wookie. Let's start it off. Let's tell everybody how you just hate Star Wars and like. Uh, <laughs> I thought Samurai Jack is better than all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Samurai I think it's all back when I told him that like Samurai Jacks is four poses. And then he found out that's that is it. All they do is like four poses in Samurai Jack and all that. Well, it's like with E-Man back in the day. Like, like the same four action poses. Yeah, but those were really years ago. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go ahead. You got the four best poses in the universe. You stick with what you know. The Ron <laughs> gun pose is never a best pose ever. Uh, <laughs> greatest pose ever. This just yeah, um like a triangle. I didn't mind it. It's not my favorite episode. I wish I they would. <laughs> they gave us more questions. And mm. it's like, I'm so tired of them just adding questions. And they just keep, get, just give me one answer. You don't have to answer at all. Just give me one answer per episode. 
And they just 30. keep, oh, here's some more questions about what's going to happen. We're back to the headache stuff again. Can you just can you just solve? He's either going to flip out and go back and, and have a meltdown or he's not. He said all good soldiers. He's I know. flipping out. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's it. your answer, man. Yes, even so hears cross, even hears crosshair's voice in his head. I I agree. He didn't so get shot. Let <laughs> it, let I, it I happen. Do you so, think that's Crosshair's voice, or do you think that's a programming thing, Mike? I thought it was a programming thing, but it's oh, it was the same voiceover guy. It was the same voice, but oh, maybe. Not a, really similar, yeah. 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 Well, they're, they're all the same voice. I assume the same. I assume that's true. That's true. Good call. Yeah. Good call. He has that weird draw to it, though, in his crosshair. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Right, Solo, we're killing. So, like, come on, let him get through it. Solo, give us the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. So, I Sorry. mean, it was it was a little better than last week because they did they did. Teased, you know, with Ahsoka's droid, and they did, you know, add some more flavor. I thought the uh, scene where they were shooting everything was pretty cool, and I, I'm still just out. I, I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more from the Bad Batch. Uh, I'm at a, I'm at a three. The Brady concussion, love it. The Brady concussion. <laughs> there you go. All right, three. All right, he didn't give it a two, so he's still on the show. Excellent, good job, Solo. I really I, want to give it a two and a half. I'll I, I absolutely it's, disagree it's with almost every single thing you said. But uh, hey, Leaky, do you have a point of view on this? What do you think of this episode? I do. I do have a point of view on this. I I like this episode, and I'm I'm um I'm thinking we got too spoiled by live action, thinking you're going to get giant things week after week. They only got eight episodes to play with. Like Clone Wars, I'm, I'm guessing this is 22 episodes they got to play 16, with. 1632 total. 16, 16. 16. okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. So they're going to be like doling this stuff out slowly. I like the slow burn. I really like that. I don't I don't mind that, you know, I like the evolution of the Omega character at first. I got to be honest, I'm still a hater of short round. I don't like when they have kids, but I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to warm up to Omega a little bit. She's holding her own. She's part of the squad. I love the droid when they brought the droid army back. That was fantastic. So I'm going real high with this one. I'm going 4.5. I liked it. That was going to be one of my questions. I'm glad you brought it up. Is like I know a lot of people, including in our chat, have have criticized the Omega character or having a child there. And you kind of saw her turn a point in, in this storyline, I thought. I thought. And I really wanted to see the feedback from everybody, including the chat, on what they thought of it. I mean, Solo, is, is that, did you see that development into... No? You just get off the rocks? No, I, I see it. I see what they're trying to do, but it's the same thing they did in the last three episodes. I mean... Okay, the last episode, she bails them out. She's in the action. She leaves the ship and goes and bails them out because they get captured. So yeah, but in this, in this episode, she was more integrated into the team. It was more, there was more stuff going around. She wasn't the invincible anymore. You know, it was. Sure. It was. Six point. Nice. Hold on to your potatoes, Dr. Jones. I love that. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I, I'd, I'd really like to see her as. I'd like to see an episode where they put her in there and she's part of their team and she she nails it. She just no time like for love. It off and, and I mean, hits the bow and takes out four guys. Yeah. You know, well, she did. Just, towards the end, she did use the bow yeah. properly. It was yeah. hitting stuff. And did that's the tag. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. All right. So one, one. Let's go. Pete. Pete. Let's get some, uh, let's get some stuff in here. Well, I, I liked it. I mean, you know, I have very little. You cheat very big. But 
I, I enjoyed this. I, I think it was, you know, it's building. I don't Stop mind. With I don't the need Indiana my dessert all right now. So get home <laughs> and rock, like solo down there. Like he just wants a dessert and get to the end. Like I'm fine with us building to that. Let, let's uh, tell a little bit more of the story to get there. Uh, yes, they are moving the story forward. I think we are seeing that Wrecker is clearly getting, you know, his chip is activating. So we're going to have to address that sometime soon. Omega is learning and getting better at what she does. And your taskmaster analogy, I think is, is pretty adept considering she didn't really practice between when they left and went on that mission. And all of a sudden, Oh, you gave me a tip. Now I, uh, you know, I can do it. Well, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this. I'm going to give it four and, uh, let's just keep it moving. All right. Good stuff. Uh, we will go to the master of unboxing, uh, Jedi. Let's see what you got. Uh, so I'm going to, I'll just right off the bat and give it a four. Um, so I don't mind at first. I, I'm going to be honest. First, I thought we're looking at another filler. I, I'm not going to, I say another filler. I know there's some disagreement on some of the others. Uh, but as it went along, uh, I, I've quickly found out this is not a filler. There's a lot of substance here. I don't mind just, you know, going to the, the important parts. I don't mind that they're kind of giving us another mystery, another question to answer. You know, these questions are starting to stack up. I get that. But we're going to get one hell of a payoff one of these. One of these episodes yeah. It's going to be and Solo's going to be crying and it's going to be a YouTube hit. And everyone's going to be and Marco's going to be making fun of Solo for crying, saying <laughs> it was staged and, and all this. But it's going to be great. But, yeah, I think we're looking at one hell of a payoff down the road. So I don't mind these little – I don't mind it building up to that. I'm, I'm, I understand the frustration because, uh, like Leaky said, I think we are kind of spoiled. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. We'll, I'm in it for the ride. Let's go. Man, I shouldn't have done this. I should have split me, JJ, and Mike up. Okay, uh, Mike, go ahead. Well, you okay. skipped JJ. I thought you were going around the horn, and all of a sudden, oh, like, I, I was. I was trying to give. I was trying to see if we could get differencing, and it, I didn't. It, well, it's not probably, yeah, what we think. You, you know, you're not gonna. You know, you know. I like this one, and, and you know, yeah. honestly, I was. I was at first for like the first five minutes. I also thought it was going to be a filler episode, um, and it very quickly became not a filler episode. I do like uh, whatever the Transdotion character chick is. I think the 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 old lady. I think she's great. I love her dialogue. I could have done without um, Omega getting stuck in the conveyor belt. I always hate those tropes, but oh, yeah. um, you know, that, that drove me a little nuts. Like, oh, come help indie. me. Come <laughs> help me. I can't yeah, throw do back it. to Clone Wars, right? I know. I know. And that, that, that bothered, that's the only thing that bothered me in the whole episode. Um, yeah, because there's not a big payoff, I can't give it a five. But I mean, we get, you know, we get Trace and Rafa. Uh, we get R7, so Ahsoka's coming. There's at least some kind of something there, or that's enough. Even still, if it's not, that's enough Ahsoka for me. Uh, so that's a four. There was a conveyor belt in Temple of Doom, too. Yeah, there was. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the short round. Her there name was. is Sid. There's no more Indiana Jones references. We've used up the maximum movie references to other movies. And so no time no time for love? For ah, Dr. Jones. Oh, JJ, give it to us. Hurry up. Uh, okay, so... I, I liked it. Um, I, again, I'm like everybody else. I thought, oh my god, another filler episode is gonna be terrible. But no, really, it moved along well. Uh, it was paced well. Um, I don't really. I'm not a big Martez sisters fan, so I wasn't super thrilled about seeing them again. But um, it is what it is. They they pull those characters out when they need to. But um, I I love the echo joke. 
Anybody else catch that? Did oh, you right. hate the gecko joke? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 has been waiting his whole life for that moment. <laughs> that's why I'm surprised that Solo Wookie didn't rank it better. That's a joke up his alley, man. No, I loved. I did love the so, the joke. It would have got a two had it not had that joke. The echo joke was made it a three. Terrible. So I, yeah, but all in all, I I give it a I a little bit harsher critic in some things. I, so. I don't know about everybody else's theory on this, but Omega, if she is a clone that kind of combines all their augmented abilities, is she slipping in and out of her programming? Because it seems really weird. If you might ever watch like Firefly, you had, you know, um, the character, she would basically switch the programming on only when she needed to. And other than that, she was basically like an innocent girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's kind of what it is to me. I mean, all of a sudden she can't shoot that bow, but in the very first episode, she outshoots crosshair. With a gun. You didn't think you you didn't think uh and not to rain on everybody's parade, but when they made the reference when she asked what's so special about these droids, and they said, Well, these droids, every time they go into battle, they learn and become better and better, and she yeah. nods. That makes sense. Yeah. You didn't think that was a link to her? Do they do that really though? Do those battle droids become better and better and no, better? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> right. maybe that was a, just a foreshadowing of foreshadowing because yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I I thought that was interesting. So wait, you're saying she's a droid? No, I think he's saying she learns. Taskmaster. I do like the river comparison for Firefly. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And JJ, to that point, don't reference any other movies, and he just comes out with a Firefly reference. You said no idea to Joe. You say that. Yeah. JJ, with that being said about Omega, do you see her kind of being the downstream savior of Wrecker and potentially Crosshair? Like she's the one. Like I, the you know the tech. The oh, what's the tech guy's name? He's the one I would assume. Tech, like, tech. <laughs> yeah. I think there's gonna be she's gonna be the key to at least fixing Wrecker in some way, just because of their relationship and she has the medical knowledge of the yes. Owens that nobody else has. So yep. at least in their group. So correct. I, I think that's gonna come about eventually. I don't know what it's gonna be, but a code word or something. I have no idea, but it's gonna be something that she knows that can fix them. To get a Winter Soldier situation, you gotta say a series of words. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, as long as she doesn't pull the grade yet? burn them, and no. he suddenly goes three and a half would be my grade. As half point off for the March of the Sisters. Is the code word Miranda? <laughs> Miranda. No, Mike. You know what's gonna happen? She's gonna take a torch, burn record. He's gonna go. Oh, I'm, I'm okay now. <laughs> Leaky. He said no more. I didn't do that. I didn't I do that. Really he said no more. All right, hey, this cop uh, stick. Boy, this is um it's easier to transition uh it's easier to transition the storyline points for an animated series hard to develop the animated series but if you already have the stuff in place you can right mike you can already use those yep. again then it is yep. for live action the storyline to switch stuff in when you have that already place is better than live action because you it's not as movable because you have to hire actors and you have to hire all this stuff and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But if you have it in place, it doesn't take them that long to transition to there. Plus, so like we were saying, we now have 20 ish episodes ish, depending on what, what series we're watching rather than six or eight. Yeah. You know, you can, you can slow burn it and you can just put little nuggets in and, and, and go yeah. from there. Well, it's yep. interesting. Sticks boy brought that up because I literally when I was watching. It was thinking about that. Like how, what's the arc here? Is this going to go, yeah. Four seasons like Rebels. Are they going to kind of go on and on with Clone Wars? I I assume two. I, 
Yeah, yeah it's supposed, so the rumor is, right? This is the rumor we were told was that and it, it, things change, but the rumor was that it was going to be 32 total episodes and this season was going to be 16 episodes is what they said. So if you do math not well like me, you take 16 and you add it to 16 and you get two seasons. Well, two, two there, seasons. there are two types of people in the world. Those can those that can extrapolate data. Okay, so uh, we're gonna keep going. No, but there's no going going the second season will also be sixteen. They could do sixteen, eight, and eight. Is all I'm saying. Like they do the Game of Thrones, where they keep all it right. short. Or, yeah, but they could do another movie, or they could do another movie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I knew you liked that, Wookie. That was for you. So um, I think that this was a great episode. I actually just really like the series, but I have always uh, these guys know me. I always rave over. All of them except for one. Yes, Stick Boy. We know which one, and you're going to tell me that it actually is really good, and I should go back and watch it all again. But all the animated series, I really did like. Okay, except for Resistance. Um, but with that being said, like I think this is right on par with everything else. Sid, who is the Trade Ocean, uh, I thought her character is great because she does she does it in like a like I'm threatening you, but I'm telling you to. You know what I mean? Like I thought that was very good. I thought that they didn't make Omega you know, an alpha Omega where she just knows everything off the bat. And she does have to have some of these learning experiences. Uh, I thought it was really good. I thought that the dialogue is still pretty good. The echo joke was right in line with stuff that they should be putting in this, right? Like that's kind of funny. I like the throwbacks. I like that they give you hints and they kind of make the light just shimmer on the astromech droid. So you can kind of think you're seeing the colors you want to see. And they give you partial images of people who you hope to see later I don't have a problem with this. Like it's entertaining every week. I do think that sometimes people get stuck and myself included in like, give it to us right away. But I hated, I hate the 20 to eight. Like we complain like, Oh, you only gave us 18 minutes of actual playtime. We have been complaining about that for freaking solo. How long about a year now, every single other episode, this actual show is giving us 22 ish to 30 minutes per episode. And you're going, not you. I'm saying people in general are saying, well, why don't they just speed it up? Well, you can't have it both ways. And personally, I like this. I do like this person. And I think that there is development in there. I think there's a ton of foreshadowing. I do think that the foreshadowing of how she quickly changed and was able to use her weak, wobbly hands and not hit everything to now she's popping people off and saying, yeah, you just have to use the string. Of course. you know. And you see the, the record situation where it's like, they did use the voice saying that he's going to. And now you have that fear, like, is it tomorrow? Because it really picked up the pace, right? This episode picked up the pace. They did show how they're going to be kind of abandoned on this. And although I was never a huge fan of the sisters, either the Martinez sisters, because I like the original characters a little bit better. Not because they are males. It was just written better. Like in the Ahsoka book, the original characters were written better than the Martinez sisters are, unfortunately. Um I guess I have to downgrade that a little bit, but yeah, I'm at a four on this one too. I'm three and a half, four on it. I like it. It was a good show. I, I, I was, I watched it three times and I was like, man, yeah, still watching it. Well, so. you got four and a solo Wookiee. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. 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 I will, perfect. I will say this on one thing that you kind of mentioned. And also the Jedi mentioned as far as like the, the questions are stacking up. The old, biggest fear I have is when questions stack up in a TV series, by the end, they forget to answer some of those questions sometimes. It could be a Game of Thrones oh. situation. It could also yeah. be a Game of Thrones yeah. situation. We, yeah. Or Sopranos. But I, I get that. 
I think these I, guys I have, have faith. No, we all shout how much faith we have in certain people yeah. like Dave. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'm just saying. Let's I'm back, relax. Let's let Dave do yep. his thing. If he pulls a resistance, we'll we'll yell at him for that too. So um that's where I stand on that. 47 episode not happy. 47 minutes. I have to go, I have to say I did go at, at a certain somebody's <laughs> advice and went and, and forcibly sat into resistance and it is a lot better than I ever thought. No, it's it, not. It, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> when you sit and you do watch it, <laughs> nope. There's some flaws in it, but I, but it's a lot better than I originally thought. What were you saying? Resistance? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't just say that, did you? I did. Zero <laughs> point zero for solo. On to the next topic. <laughs> so Jeez, so, the guy just gave this episode a three, and then he's talking about how great resistance. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's great. No, I'm you saying told me the other is, day you're like it is not whoa, as bad. Whoa, pretty good. It's a great. It thing. is pretty good, and it. I don't understand. So I think you're pretty good pretty compared to what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're going like content. Look, if you're going, hey, it's a negative 10 and it turned into a negative 8, okay. But that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> all right. Next up, speaking of odds versus trap, because we all want to talk about the droids and we all want to talk about what characters we think are going to go in there. I actually disagree. I will tell you this. I do talk a lot with JJ over these topics. Uh, we go back and forth. Do not blame me for this because I don't actually approve what he does. I just give him little breadcrumbs. And when he does certain things like he's going to do here – it's 100% his fault, not my fault. Dwayne, what's up, bro? Um, so let's get it. Let's get into it's a trap, odds or not odds, and he's going to crush people's dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I have to run before before we, we go any further, but I appreciate it. Sorry about that. Mike, Thank you see you later. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Always good to see you, Mike. See you, Mike. See you, Mike. Okay. All right. So it's a trap all about the mystery man at the end of the episode who hired the Martez sisters. Um, you hit the next slide for me. Yep. Uh, okay. Oh, hold on, real quickly. Invite yeah. me to ask you a question because I've been, I've been saying. Oh. It's actually there's a novel that came out a yeah. couple years ago, a yeah. bunch of years ago, called it's Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, it's called Ahsoka. It's a short read. Okay. Good. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. Uh, so basically, talking a little bit about Marco was talking about. Um, R seven A seven is Ahsoka's droid. You saw it several times in Clone Wars. He was the droid there the whole time. You'll notice there on the one screenshot of the season seven of Clone Wars, he is projecting Rex's image. Mm -hmm. Take note of that. Um, and we also know that Ahsoka had a previous relationship um, or friendship, I guess, with the Martez sisters. Um, they kind of became one of them. Yeah, I guess one of them. Yeah. Um, and then that droid there that you see in the, the lower right there is from Bad Batch, and it looks awful familiar. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you got it. See the green? Mm -hmm. And then if you go down, it's got the red yeah, part. Got and then a little bit of red. That actually moved over. There's got the green stripe. Yep. Just he right looks pretty dang familiar. So yep. I don't know if it's the exact same droid, but it looks a lot like it. So keep that in mind for our likely suspects on the rebel side of who hired them. So next slide for me. So this theory goes along with, are the Martez sisters pretty accurate in their description of who hired them? Is in like, are they fighting with the Empire? Are they a rebellion sect looking to, you know, take out the Empire? Who are the likely suspects of who that mystery man might be? Well, one is Rex, because we saw the droid. And we know at some point Rex and Ahsoka meet up afterwards. So I'll get to why I ruled out Ahsoka specifically later, but... 
Yeah. Rex seems one of the more likely characters and is also a favorite that a lot of people already kind of think is going to be in Bad Batch. Um, second would be Bail Organa. I think they showed him in the trailer. He's in he's in yeah. Bad Batch. Well, we don't know what, I guess, capacity he'll show up in, like, as a flashback versus, like, actually there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, Bail Organa. Uh, obviously fighting the Empire. He was one of the original rebels. He's there. He's Leia's stepdad. Or would it be stepdad? I guess not stepdad. Adopted father, I guess we'll put it that way. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, everybody kind of knows him from the movie. He's Jimmy Smits. Even looks like Jimmy Smits in Clone Wars there. <laughs> so, Wears big robes. Yep. Uh, which, that again, that image at the start kind of remember looked a little <laughs> bit like a robe or maybe a sash going there, which is a common Bail Organa thing. Uh, next up is Shamsadula, which is Hera's father. Last name sounds mm-hmm. familiar because you know it. Um, he was a large... I don't know if you would really say he was for the rebellion. I mean, I, I don't know that he was actually no, a rebellion yeah. leader, but he did fight the Empire. He was no fan of the Empire. Yeah. Well, he was free... So he was freeing... Um, I almost he said... His planet. Yeah. Is it Rhython? That He actually... Actually, the... When the Republic didn't help him till the last minute, and when they did, then he tur- he ended up kind of being like the more the smarter Saul. But there's a link between him and Thrawn too, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't go well for him. Yep. Yes, yeah. So, uh, and last one is Ryder Azadi. I think is that how you would say his last name? But Azadi, um, yeah. Uh, so he is basically. Has an interesting background in that he was actually the governor of Lothal before um, Price. Or, or, I forget her first name. Anyways, he basically got kicked off in um, his mining company that he owned something like half of or something got stolen from him. And he basically, over time, kind of became a rebel resistance fighter. Um, you might know him because he was in Rebels uh, and played a prominent role kind of for... Um, and that he revealed who um, Ez- Ezra, yeah, Ezra's parents were, um, or I guess the fate of Ezra's parents. So he, uh, so he's actually got a couple interesting things. And Sleepy John's gonna love this when he hears this in the replay. Mm-hmm. So there's two kids that are predominant in um, Star Wars Adventures. Uh, the, the ones that the same kids that they use in um, in all of uh, Scott's stuff when he was doing all the uh, Vader's palace and. Mm-hmm. Ryder has a connection because of the place where he was between both uh, Ezra, his parents, and the what the heck's the name of those two the kids' family? Um, you know who I'm talking about. They have a the little. They're in all the 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 adventure stuff. Where's Mike when I need? I don't know their names. Yeah, the crafts, not crafts. Uh, dra- crafts, something graphs. That's them. Graphs. The graph family. That's it. Uh, so that's really interesting there. But I'm stopping you because I want to explain one thing because we didn't do timelines and we probably should have about this one. Uh-huh. Uh he is not dead, not dead at this point. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because he sends Leia, and this is before Leia. So yeah. all these um, guys are alive that we know of at this point. Concurrently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts not necessarily known for all of them, like Rex, but he's out there somewhere, we know. So Char- Charm did do this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or yeah. Cham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bell and Gander are still trying to adjust his speeder, you know, when he flew away from the youngling attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, there's there's always a, a other side to every odds or trap argument. So let's hit the next slide for me. 
So you got to think when they explained that they were going to fight the Empire, whoever hired them, you got to wonder, besides Rebels, who is that? And at this point in time, this might be a bit of a reach, um, but Crimson Dawn coming about a lot. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the comics. Um, and at this stage in the game, they're probably kind of consolidating their power more than anything else, but they eventually become powerful enough to basically rule a planet more or less. Uh, and we know that they are no fan necessarily of the empire. Um, and Darth Maul himself kind of has a grudge. Um, so, so if you go to the next slide for me, we'll go over the likely suspects that maybe that guy, maybe the Martez sisters weren't quite on the level with who hired them. So we got Dryden Voss, who we all know from the solo movie, if you watched it, um, pretty much is, I guess you would say, the public leader of Crimson Dawn at this point. That would be correct. That would be yep. a true statement. Yep. He, he is, he's the front man. We'll put it the front man of the criminal organization there. So, <laughs> um, again, his fate is one that he dies, but he is not dead yet uh, where this Bad Batch story takes place. So, And then you got Darth Maul who is the actual leader, or basically the shadow leader, I could call it, of uh, Crimson Dawn. Uh, we all know Darth Maul. I, I chose that picture because kind of looks like a robe slash, slash thing he's got going on there from uh, Clone Wars. I think that was season seven. Not and the then, shirtless version? Not the shirtless version. No, not completely shirtless, at least, with the robo legs. But <laughs> you got Tobias Beckett is also still alive at this point. And he's the kind of the odd one. I really didn't know... From, there's not a lot of background on him and what he does with the Crimson Dawn in the solo movie. And doing a little digging, I couldn't quite figure out where he joined Crimson Dawn. I assume at this point, which would be about what 18 BBY or so, he's he's there in the organization. So whether or not he could be that guy in the picture, I don't know. So uh, If you go to the next slide for me. Yeah. So this is why I ruled some people out. is basically because... Uh, I ruled like Ahsoka out and Kira out is that we both know that Kira works for Crimson Dawn. And we know Ahsoka is out there and we know that R7 is Ahsoka's droid if that is R7, which looks a lot like R7. So I ruled her out because they refer to the person as him, the person yeah. who hired him. And they do it twice, I think, actually. And I also ruled out Jedi in hiding because they're probably not going to come out of hiding like a Quinlan Voss or somebody like that who you really don't know where they are right now anyways, whether or not like they're running... Um, in Legends, at least, Voss would kind of be on the run at this point, um, maybe. But um, they're probably not going to come out and hire the Martez sisters to break into a yeah, factory exactly right. and start their it. own rebellion at this point. So so they got ruled out for that reason. So then our final question, if you go to the next slide, is who is that mystery man? Who did the, who hired him? They never tell me the odds option is, is it kind of going to be a Rebels like an actual rebel or the Martez sisters on the level with this person really wants to take out the empire and, you know, they're going, or is it more along like the Martez sisters who aren't exactly the brightest crowns in the box, so to speak, where they kind of duped into thinking that they do want to fight the empire. And maybe it's a little more sinister, like the Crimson Dawn or somebody looking to take out their rival in the empire. So that's our choice. So, okay. and you can also always choose that I'm a moron and go another way too. So, all right, we're gonna go from bottom up in that order. Uh, we're gonna go solo Wookie. Oh, his trap. It. I gotta go with it's a trap. I when I first saw it, I really had to, it. First thing that came to me, just just gut was Darth Maul, just because it was the exact same kind of. Um, 
hinty uh, projection like we saw in the solo movie. So initially, that was my first, you know. I do have one question, though, and I because I'm not 100% on the timeline. Where would Ezra be? Because right now... That'd be down the line. That's He would... He would, he's, I don't even know he'd, if he's be young, he'd be a very young kid on the thaw right now. He's That's still right. right. He's still really young. They haven't even discovered his parents are still alive. Point, right? They aren't captured yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I. That's it's going to be you know, like, not less than a year, but it's yeah. Yeah, I I gotta I gotta go with uh, it's a trap. It's Darth Maul. Very good. Okay. Stick boy, no, he's not on Tatooine right now. Voss is not on Tatooine right now. That is. Mm-mm. That was like f- six years ago. Okay, uh, Leaky. I had I had one quick question for Marco and JJ. We did not hear the person's voice, right? All you saw was the nope. the robe. Nope. No. Nope. And uh, I mean, I also went with a theory that it could have been somebody like Ahsoka in disguise, but they they know Ahsoka. There would be no purpose in disguising herself to hire the Martez sisters, so. Like yeah, you know, they'll use a voice modulator or something, but that right, would make no sense. Right. So. Invite Saul. Saul can be in the never tell me the odds portion. Yes, we just yep. didn't have enough clips. Yep. To put yeah, I, and I didn't include everybody. So if you have a fan favorite Rebels character or something, so I'm I'm, I'm definitely going with never tell me the odds. I mean, I am personally convinced. Should we say who we think it is? If go it, ahead, uh, yeah. You got, yeah, go. I mean, I'm I'm convinced it's Bail Organa. I mean, I'm pretty convinced that's who it is. Um, but, um, and, and I'll tell you why I'm, it's why I was asking how many episodes are going to be in bad batch overall. I think they're going to start to dole out answers pretty quickly. And if this is only going 32 episodes, it's not going to be some rabbit hole thing. And I think this was an important episode. I think there was the Ahsoka's droid R7. I think that this was like one of those launch points, like Filoni did in Clone Wars, where, there's one, all of a sudden they launch and they're saying, okay, now they're unveiling the, the, the true story here. I think that's part of it. They showed that uh, thing. So it's early and it kind of gets to my end game, which is I think it's going to be kind of leading into Rebels. I think that's where this show's going. In order to do that, there's only somebody, one person that is kind of in a position to be pulling strings for the rebellion at this point is Bill Organa. Everyone else is either too early, too young, too whatever. So... Never tell me the odds, and I think it's bail. Okay, um, so here I go. I think <laughs> go ahead. I, I'm almost 100%. It's uh, never tell me the odds, and I'm the one that threw in uh, what's-his-name uh, with the hat, and this is why. Because I believe that Leaky's onto something with it being leading to Rebels, and who was the big main secret behind person in that? It wasn't actually Bail Organa. It was Ahsoka Tana. She was the, um, not Matrix, what the heck did they call her there? Fulcrum. Fulcrum. She's a Fulcrum, right? She's also handing out this stuff in the books. Hera's got some stuff kind of doing in the background with Rebels 2 where she does, it's later on, but still she's like doing little work for that too. She knows the sisters. She has a personal relationship with it. And actually the guy who used to be the mayor of Lafal at this point is already doing background stuff too. In the books, when they talk about the graph kids and when they talk about Ezra's parents, pre like baby, baby Ezra, and that answers Solo's question. He's a baby at this point, pretty much like little kid. Um, that guy, what's his name again? JJ, do we know? Ryder. Ryder, yeah. Ryder is actually working in the background 
he is a leader of a rebellion group and he does if we remember some of this rebel stuff too he pretty much knows where the uh, the other clones are where rex is and everybody else so i have to say never tell me the odds that's who i actually think it is um because remember he would hide out in the desert and go to all these weird places and stuff like that in some of the story lores he was already doing that type of stuff he's the rebels version of bail organa that being said, I mean, obviously, those are the two major males you could think of. Being. My question on that, though, is he the governor of Lothal at this point? Well, yeah, but they so like right after this, they kidnap him for treason against the Empire because he has been betraying the Empire because he is actually a rebel. Right. So he's he's working. He is the mayor of Lothal, just like Bail Organa a senator, but running. the. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same thing. Uh, and then, like, do you remember, like, Darth Vader was going after Bail while he let Leia go, and that was how he was captured. Was he really a rebel, though, or did the kind? Of, I thought Price kind of framed him. No, hmm. he was he because he okay, he was helping because even even when he was mayor, he was helping out the um. He was helping. Yeah, we got something to say. Solo, I, solo, are we getting there? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a there was a framing going up to get him removed, right? Right. But he actually was help like he did help out Free LaFall Network because he helped out the Ezra and he helped the Grafts and their family. Yeah. So he was technically not the rebel. He was really Bail Organa. He was helping out this stuff, but he was still keeping his regular post and regular everything else like that. So I mean, yeah, he wasn't wearing the 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 logo, but he definitely was on the side of supporting Free Lethal and everything like that. So uh, that's my opinion. You know, who knows? We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Hey, Marco, one question about your opinion. Um, yeah. Six episodes. This is real time, right? Order 66 happened in episode one. So this is still extremely fresh. Or has time passed, you know, between episode one and six, right? They're flying around, they're refueling, all of that. Mm-hmm. That I was just curious about the amount of time that has passed and who would have reached out to Ahsoka that quickly right after order 66 thinking about revenge of the sith so if you think about her actual novel when that happens and the traveling to different planets she actually creates this like real quick network okay because she starts going from place to place and running into trouble if they go that route yeah she probably bail i mean you could get bail again and reaching out to her but that's why i think it might be the little fall thing because there's there's a storyline in the book where she runs at this planet that has a girl on it and blah, 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 blah. Very similarly, they could re they could retcon that story just like they kind of retcon the 1313 uh, storyline with the Martinez sisters who were two dudes. And they could make it turn into a situation mm-hmm. where she ended up on the fall. She ran into the graphs instead of this girl. It was the well, the graph daughter they could ran in and then. She runs into Ryder that way. I, I mean, look, it might not be. It could be his new character. But I think if you're going to sh- shadow show it, you're going to show something else. I was just reading Astro Wizards comics. Yeah, they did. They did kind of hate the rich. He says that the girls hated people like Bail Organa. Yes, I'll give you that. And Chancellor Types. I got that they did at one point. But you also know she's not wearing that mink anymore. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. There ain't no more pomps in her. She 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 mm-hmm. pretty much looks like she's hey. trying to do hey. it. They may not know it is Bail Organa that hired him. They just yeah. might know he's a guy. Yeah, so. Huh, fair enough. All right, Jedi, what do you got? 
Okay, so I had initially thought maybe it was a trap. Bear with me. That maybe it was a trap, but I quickly moved on because I thought that would be too convoluted and messy. So then I'm thinking uh, it was uh, Never Tell Me the Odds and Bell Organa. Uh, I think it's too early in the timeline to be Cham, probably. I think he's still kind of not quite a full-blown rebellion rebel leader yet at this point. I could be wrong. But anyway, so I'm going to, I'm actually going to throw a curveball in here. I'm going to throw a Jedi curveball and I'm going to say that it's Hondo. Hondo <laughs> hired them to get this head so that he could sell it to the highest bidder. I love so it. Just, just to throw some, just to throw something different it's in there. The everybody's one, one or the other. I'm going to, it's hey. Slim chance, slim chance. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen I haven't seen a whole lot of Bell Organa action figures coming out, or that other <laughs> that other dude, the other dude that you guys talked about. But uh, everyone loves Hondo, so Hondo. Just for the yeah. just for the sake of sake of entertainment slant discussion, I'm going to say yeah. Hondo uh, because we all want Hondo back, and uh, Hondo is always in it for the money and. Hey, that's the only head left, man. That thing is going to get a price. So there you go. So I don't want to say JJ. What was it? What was the term? If you didn't pick either one, JJ's full up. No, I'm, say <laughs> um, I'm just going to say Hondo just for the hell of it. Good stuff. Um, that's really good. <laughs> All right, Pete, what do you got? Like uh, I also kind of went back and forth only because I don't trust the one sister. Like, I think she's still lying to her younger sister. So she could have been hired by the uh, it's a trap side and just telling her, no, we're doing it for, for the good guys. We're, we're, we're doing good, but really just doing it for the money. But I think that would complicate the story of what I think they're doing with the Bad Batch. I think what they're kind of building towards is that this group of clones is actually very important to the rebels being formed. Un not yeah. being planned, it's just by the actions they do are helping the yeah. you know, the rebels begin. So I think it's got to be Never Tell Me the Odds. It's most likely Bale, but it could be like Saul. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Never Tell Me the Odds side. Hey, Pete, What's I have a question be? for you. Um, maybe this is, this is, since this is the conspiracy area of the of the show, you, you guys notice how the they show the little icons for the shows. They have Clone Wars, the final season. And um, the Clone Wars logo now has the one Marta sister on it. Like she's one of the main characters of the show to the point where I was watching with a little kid and they're like, who's that? And I was like, oh, that's the Marta sisters. They're in Bad Batch now. And then this kid goes, oh, she must be somebody important. Is that just because they just picked the, the logo for the final season? But when you go to Disney Plus and you pull up Clone Wars, it's Ahsoka in the front and her right on her, on her left-hand shoulder. And I'm like... And it, it's very recent that they did that. Like that's right a good question. They could be tipping tipping their hand a little bit that uh, we might be seeing more of these two coming up. I might be going to the Disney or uh, Jetty Johnson uh, tinfoil hat territory, but I'm just trying to. <laughs> that's what I was about to say after Pete's thing. Like that would make the Martinez sisters like huge, Martez. huge or Martez Martez. sisters, huge important factors. And I don't think that they're. I don't think they have the time. Because if they do that, then then I'm going to be on Solo Wookiee's side. You're putting way too much energy in it. You know, we saw no, them but, drop them. That's it. They're done. But Give they them could more, be little yeah, bit. friends. Like the, the this team's going to need some sort of friend. They're going to need some sort of relationships that they can build outside of their core group. It. And something they need they can allies. Just, 
intermittent, like every couple yes. of episodes, they bump into each other. Like, what are you yep. guys doing here? Kind of that's why I brought it up, Pete, because I totally agree with you. I think that's what this is leading towards, is the Bad Batch is like going to sacrifice know. themselves, and nice. it's the creation nice. of the rebellion. Nice. We haven't even <laughs> got to the Father's Day gift yet. Right, JJ, All right. what do you got? All right, so uh, I'm never telling the odds. Uh, I'm fairly certain it's actually Rex, uh, and I'll tell you why. So in Season 7 of Clone Wars, R7 basically downloaded everything about the clone program, more or less, when Ahsoka was looking for answers about fives. I don't know at this point when Ahsoka goes on the run, does she take R7 with her? Or does R7 end up more with Rex? That's kind of my theory. Or behind with it. Bale, because R7 was around Bale too, by the way. Yeah, that's remember? true. It's, it, I mean, it could be, that's why I kind of put multiple people on the list. It could be several people, and you can take your pick you want. I'm well, leaning Rex. Also help with the chip. Yeah, yeah, there too. yeah. I'm leaning Rex just because I think the story is going to come around more to Rex than sooner than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I that's agree. more why I'm leaning Rex. So, yeah. so, JJ, could it be all three, though? It could be a team up. I mean, again, I don't. There's. there's I think the. Though. I think the rider thing is a direct link to Rex. I yeah. think that's how they find. It Rex could be Rex. Yeah, it could be Rex using Bale's money in connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jar Jar Binks. There, Dwayne Scott Jar-Jar. got it. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar. All right. Uh, when is Father's Day? When's Father's yeah, Time out? When's Father's? No, oh, wait, we gotta do the. We gotta so, do Solo's favorite. Do dad jokes. No, I know. This is what I'm asking. Oh, when Father's Day is two weeks from today. Two weeks. We might have to move that segment, dude. We can do it. We can do it next week. Can we do it next week? Everybody agree? Yeah. Yeah. We're already almost just, at two hours. We're also going to have Paul's con we next week, though, a, too. A so. Father's Day Star Wars joke for that that we're saving. Good. Then that'll, that'll be a lead. We're going to do it. If we if we push it, it's got to be next week because we got to give people time to shop. We can't just. It's got to be next week. So yeah. Just promise. All right. So we're moving that segment because we're already at the two-hour mark. We will finish this wonderful, wonderful. I, I literally told my wife, I promise on one hour tonight. Mm-hmm. Ah, hey, I still got to film two things tonight. For, for I got to film something for tomorrow. So all right, she, just remember, check me and Pete out on Wednesday. Laughed. laughed as soon as you said she, that. She, 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 she laughed. Let's get into jokes. Uh, let's get to jokes, and then we'll send these people home to their wives and husbands. Okay. <sighs> Best Ooh. for last, and here we go. This is awesome. Who's gonna read it? Yeah, get out. This is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna tell you. You guys read this <laughs> off so I can yell. Get out! Can I do the last line? Okay, go ahead. Who's reading it? You go ahead and read it there. You two yeah. are supposed to read it back and forth to each other. So. All right. So uh, an Ewok strolls into a bar and says to the bartender, "I'll have a whiskey and soda." The, the bartender says, "Sure thing," but why the little pause? No, no, says the Ewok. I've, I've had them my whole life. Get out. Get out. Get out. No, 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 sir. All right. Next up. Let's move. <laughs> right. That's such a good joke. It, it took me a second to catch it. I will be it's honest. a thinker. Hey, it's a thinker, man. It's a thinker. Yeah. Oh, wait, pause. I don't get it. Well, no. A little pause. Wow. Well, oh. I've had all my life. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Who's going first? Who, all who, right, I'll jump gonna... in here. This is, I got some classics, boy. I got some. Classics. You always do. You always do. Well, I don't have any slides anymore. That's the only slide I had. That's so it. I just wanted you guys to know with this great segment that uh, trying to come up with jokes about Star Wars is difficult. Uh, sometimes they seem a bit too forced. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, yoy. Hey, hey, uh, I, I have no slides, so you're going. Do it again. No, I'm going. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, Jedi. I'm next. Jedi. All right. Hey, uh, the other day I got some great advice from an experienced space smuggler. He says, never drink the blue milk at the Moss Eisley Cantina. And I said, why? He said, it'll give you the Kessel runs in less than 12 parsecs. <laughs> hey, hey, that, hey, 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 that's actually pretty good. That's I like good. that. Really all that's right, good. all right. You, hey, everyone, everyone for a while, you just look at it, you hit one. All right. <laughs> nice. So uh, my friend decided to get a face tattoo of our favorite Star Wars character. You should have seen the Luke on her face. <laughs> That's another thinker. Uh, no. Uh, uh, what? All right. Last I, one, guys. Oh, last one. I get two. I get two. Okay. All right. It, uh, my, uh, my wife, she's had it with uh, my Star Wars obsession, and she says she might leave me. I told her that I'd be She's the Obi Wan for me. Oh. <laughs> Where's the gong? Gong oh, that wow. joke. Gong it. <laughs> 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 if you laugh at that chat, you're you're, uh, you're gonna have a one week suspension too. That yeah. is not a good one. Only one one she's the only one for me. She's yeah. the, I gotta yeah. explain it to Marco. I gotta explain. No. It. She's the <laughs> only care. one for me. Thank she's you. The get, only out. One. Get, get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. All right. Um, hey, <laughs> you have to what read this in the uh, you know the Vader voice while you do this. Yeah, you just got gogged. You got gogged. All right. Uh, all right. Real quickly, let's give a shout out to Leaky. Leaky, what do you got? What's your next show? What day? Yeah, so we're low bricks. We're uh, every Wednesday doing the Tatooine mock. We're building giant Tatooine. And speaking of Father's Day. Uh, you guys know that Bad Batch shuttle is up for pre-order now. Make sure you get a hold of that. We that was a it's a trap at one point for us, and it turned out to be never tell me the odds. So right. yep, catch me every Wednesday. Low bricks is my channel, and lots of Legos for mostly for little kids, but adults like Legos too. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah we do. Adults like Legos. All right, uh, Renovision, everything on Renovision all day. There's like ten to twenty shows on Renovision. Renovision <laughs> covers it all. If you haven't seen Renovision, check out Renovision. Renovision, Renovision, Renovision. And then on Wednesday, believe me, we'll throw together another show. I know a lot of you thought that was fun. We had a hell of a good time on that show. Yeah, we did. Um, once we settle in, we'll invite some friends over that that show too and, and, and have them. Uh, anybody got anything else? Nope, Pete, good. Okay, next week we're going to do Father's Day gifts. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs>